This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is Friday, January 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, President-elect Joe Biden unveiled a $1.9 trillion coronavirus plan Thursday to end a crisis of deep human suffering by speeding up vaccines and pumping out financial help to those struggling with the pandemic's prolonged economic fallout. Called the American Rescue Plan, the legislative proposal would meet Biden's goal of administering 100 million vaccines in the first 100 days of his administration and advance his objective to reopening most schools by the spring. On a parallel track, it delivers another round of aid to stabilize the economy while the public health effort seeks the upper hand on the pandemic. Biden proposed $1,400 checks for most Americans, which on top of the $600 provided uh, in the most recent COVID-19 bill would bring the total to $2,000 that Biden has called for. It would also ex- uh, extend a temporary boost in unemployment benefits and a moratorium on evictions and foreclosures through September. Next Wednesday, when Biden is sworn in as president, marks the anniversary of the first confirmed case of COVID-19 in the United States. A retired firefighter from Chester is accused of being the man seen on video throwing a fire extinguisher that hit three police officers at the Capitol during the riot in Washington, D.C. last week. 55-year-old Robert Sanford was arrested Thursday morning on four federal charges, including knowingly entering a restricted building, disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds, civil disorder, and assaulting officers engaging in their official duties. According to the charging documents. The extinguisher bounced off the heads of three officers, two whom wore helmets. Sanford traveled by bus with other people to the Capitol, according to the documents. He told a friend when he returned home that he had been on the grounds uh, for about 10 minutes before leaving, but did not mention throwing anything at officers, authorities said. Sanford was identified after a longtime friend of his contacted the FBI in Pennsylvania and said they re, uh, they recognized Sanford from photos put out by the FBI. The friend said that Sanford had gone to the White House and listened to President Trump's speech and then followed the president's instructions and gone to the Capitol. Sanford appeared in a federal court in Pennsylvania for an initial appearance on Thursday afternoon. He was denied release and will remain in custody of the U.S. Marshals until he's transferred to Washington, D.C. Sanford is married and has three children. Joanne Rogers, widow of famed children television host Fred Rogers, died at the age of 92. The date and the cause of death were not reported. Joanne Rogers was married to Fred Rogers for more than 50 years until his death in 2003 from stomach cancer. The news confirmed Thursday by Fred Rogers Productions in a statement posted on the company's official Instagram account. Joanne was a brilliant and accomplished musician, a wonderful advocate for the arts, and a dear friend to everyone in our organization. You know how they met. She was his spotter when he was a sniper in World War II. Oh, she was wow. the spotter? No. And wow. okay. she would get the distance not. and everything. Right. And, and, um, and yeah, all that, yeah. When you're waiting sure. to assassinate yeah, someone, yeah. you have downtime and you yeah. talk a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just hit it off. Oh, that's great. Steve, the couple met while Fred Rogers was attending Rollins College in Florida. Oh, I, okay. Same thing. I stand correct. <laughs> Same thing. That's the story they want to tell you. Um, she was a pianist. Did you know that was her in the beginning of uh, the show? You I could thought hear it was her, him. Uh, she, they said it was her. her wow. Music. I know they both were, were accomplished uh, pianists. So, yeah. well, that's. Did you ever wonder why his arm seemed to come from under his armpits? Yeah. yeah. It was because his of her. hands were behind his back and it was her. <laughs> Feminine hands. Uh, so, yeah, they met uh, while he was in college in Florida. They stayed in touch after he moved to New York City for a producer's assistant job. Uh, Joanne told NBC NBC News' Today, the, the Today Show in 2018 that uh, her husband proposed in a letter uh, while she was in her last year at Florida.
Florida State University. Her post college years were the inspiration for Rambo First Blood. Yeah, yeah. Well. I didn't I didn't know that until yeah. right now. They yeah. had two children, James and John. Uh, Joanne became a guardian of her husband's legacy as the beloved host of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, eventually allowing his life to be memorialized in the 2018 documentary Won't You Be My Neighbor. She told the Los Angeles Times that her biggest request uh, biggest request of the filmmakers was that her husband not come across as a saint, but as an ordinary man who made his mark through the simplicity of kindness. Okay. I, um, this and Sesame Street completely missed it. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. yeah, It was not a thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and when I hear, and we have, I know, I, I like, mean, it's, very, I feel like I missed out. It, it's really near and dear to my heart, but yeah. I mean, you know, it was out of, uh, it was of a time and, mm-hmm. and, uh, but you know, you can go back and you can just see how pure his message was and, and what his, his uh, intent was. It was just to make kids feel. What was his slogan, Press? Good. One shot. Yeah. One shot. <laughs> That's all you get. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah. He, uh, again, watch. If you ever, besides the Tom Hanks movie, watch the actual documentary about him, oh, which contains great. tons of footage that is just unbelievably precious. Yeah, we loved it. We were, it was Sesame Street and then Mr. Rogers, like back to back. And yeah, with his whole, you know, when he went into the imaginary world and all of that. Oh, like yeah, that yeah. was, that was a that, kid, And that was that, all him. He was doing the voices on all the puppets, like yeah, 90% everything. of the puppets. All land of make-believe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers beat the Miami Heat 125 to 108 yeah. last night in South Philly. Ben Simmons had 10 points. Ben Simmons had 10 points, 10 assists, and 12 rebounds, and Shake Milton returned from COVID-related issues to score 31 points. The Sixers swept the two-game set against the Heat, who continue to play with a depleted roster because of issues related to the virus outbreak. The Sixers are in Memphis tomorrow night to take on the Grizzlies' tip-off schedule for 8 o'clock. The Flyers play the second half of their two-game set against the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight in South Philly. Six different Flyers scored goals in the win on Wednesday night, including Joel Farabee, who had a goal and three assists. The puck is set to drop tonight at 7 o'clock. And there are four more games in the NFL's postseason this weekend as the divisional round gets underway tomorrow. The first game has the LA Rams traveling to Green Bay to play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Kickoff is at 4.30 in the night game. The Baltimore Ravens will head to Buffalo to take on the Bills and kickoff for that game is at 8.15. On Sunday, the Cleveland Browns will play the Chiefs in Kansas City and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play the Saints in New Orleans. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. The end of the week, it is upon us. That is a wonderful thing. We have lots of stuff to do. We give away our Word of the Week prize. Cash is the theme today, gang, because that's $300 cash prize. And then we have No Sad Dough twice in our show alone, seven times throughout the course of the day, your opportunity to win 500 bucks. Awesome. Time. It's wonderful. Yeah. I love it. That continues. We do also have a guest on the show. We are going to have Ross Matthews, Ross the intern, um, RuPaul's Drag Race. He's going to be on that. If I recall, you interacted with Ross, uh, Case, at the uh, Eagles game. I was on the Tonight Show. On the Tonight Show. Yeah. on the Tonight Show, that to me is like that's huge. It is huge, and and it was a yeah. cool moment. I, I've always thought Ross is very yeah funny and engaging. So that's that's awesome. And it's also like um, you know my friends, um, one of my best friends' father was uh, um, featured in it as well, and he has recently passed away in the last Aww. couple of years. So having that, as, yes, you know, that's great. That's uh, really cool. Uh, uh, I remember. Away. I remember you said that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, well, he did that, and right, it was like right. I mean, looking back well, on he it, he did that. Okay, he was. Um, I was a little inappropriate with the, with Ross. He was sort of you know mocking his um, 
his type of speech because he's got I'm like sure a higher he, higher pitched voice or whatever. He's the first to make fun of himself. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure he wasn't. You know, that's really the, cool to know that you got to do that. Yeah. You're on the freaking Tonight Show. Man, um, that was 15 years ago, Case. Uh huh. It was in 2006. Uh, I'm sure Ross remembers it like it was yesterday. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk to him about that later on this morning. <laughs> Uh, we also have the Philly Tap and Tavern uh, stopping by from Harris, uh, Philadelphia, and they're dropping off some goodies, and that means some winning for you because we'll have some gift cards. Winning. Too. Yeah. So we have these things and more taking place through the course of the program, and it will be our first Love You, Help You line today. Awesome. Which we instituted. Uh, no, actually, we're going to start it on Monday. We'll I think. start we'll it start on, on Monday. Monday. We're going your... to bring it up today. We're freaking yeah. Monday. Freaking Monday. Monday. Can't get it all done in one day. Uh, I'm not okay. A warlock. Wait, I am a warlock. So if you have a small business and you would like us to do what we can to help promote, it's just a uh, small gesture that we are offering up uh, through WMMR. You can go to uh, PrestonandSteve.com for the details and learn how you can get your message out to our audience via a dedicated phone line. Um, and so we will run that at 8 a.m. and then again a few times throughout the rest of the day. And it's sponsored by Dell Automotive Group. So we'll get to that on Monday. No. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report. Good news and bad news. Yeah. Left and right, it's all over the place. And we'll have a stupid question and some stuff to give away as well. Hang with us. We'll be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Shop, play, win, Monopoly starts March 3rd at Acme. Get ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, 10 tokens added to your Shop, Play, Win account, and entry to win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money-saving offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop, Play, Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So let's give away a $50 Carabas Italian Grill gift card for the correct answer to this stupid question. Pretty easy one to end the week on. Uh, name the movie in which Christian Bale won an Oscar for his portrayal of boxer Dickie Eklund. 215263. WMMR is the number. Uh, name the movie in which Christian Bale won an Oscar for his portrayal of boxer Dickie Eklund. Let's see if you know the answer. I'll go through some birthdays while we are Awaiting that phone call from you. Today is Friday, January 15th. Actress Andrea Martin. Great. Is 74 today. Legend. Yeah. Second City Television. <laughs> uh, what a great series. All she, honestly, if that's all you ever achieved in your life is being part of that ensemble, Second City Television, there are classic skits that a lot of people are unaware of because they're not familiar with that show. It was not like it was, you know, it was on usually a secondary channel. Yes. Uh, it wasn't like on NBC or something like that. Right, but right. But you, you know so many people from that show that went on to massive pop culture hits. John Candy, Rick Moranis. Joe Flaherty. Uh, Eugene Levy. Yes. It was yeah. just loaded with people. And uh, Andrea, Harold Ramis. Andrea Martin was uh, one of them. Uh, she was also my, my big fat Greek wedding. I love her. She's kind of the crazy aunt. <laughs> when I saw... Um, when I saw, uh, the, uh, God Almighty, I'm having a brain fart. Is it a person or a movie? It was, a, it was a Broadway play and a young Frankenstein, thank for Christ's sake, on, on uh, Broadway, she was playing uh, Frau oh, Brucker. Frau Brucker. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, she's 74 today. Mario Van Peebles oh. is... Uh, Peebles is Peebles. <laughs> he's 60. Peebles is Peebles. 
<laughs> 64 today. Uh, New Jack City. Really uh, good movie. Really good movie. Um, I, I've got a place in my heart for Heartbreak Ridge. It's a stupid movie, but I don't know why. I've always loved it. You know how hard the fighting got in Grenada, Preston? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it is a stupid movie, but I agree with you. I love it. Something about it. I love it. Yeah. I watched it recently, and by recently, I mean within the past two years, and at one point... When he meets him for the first time, he yanks his earring out yeah, of his yeah, ear. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You have a one. Yeah. Uh, so he is uh, 64 today. Peoples is Peoples. Happy birthday, Peoples. Uh, Chad Lowe, uh, ex-husband of Hillary Swank, is 53. That's his... I guess so. I just Well, th- he was on a series for a while. He was on... Uh, wasn't he on... Uh, I don't have his credits God, here, unfortunately. Long-running series. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Chicago P- No, not PD. No, no, no. But he might have been on one of those. He like might have been on firefighter. The show with Becca. I'm looking uh, at. Oh yeah, oh. life goes on. He life was goes on. That on. That's it. Oh, yes. That's right. I remember that. And didn't she? After they got divorced, she came out and was like, "Oh, he was an alcoholic." Kathy? And he had never yeah. released any <laughs> like, of that like, information. Like three years after, yeah. they, they had been divorced for a long time, and just out of the blue, she reveals that he was. Uh, he's a recovering alcoholic. Uh, he's 53 today. The great Regina King ah. uh, celebrates a big birthday today. She is 50 years old. She's awesome. She's we had her. We've had her on the show in the past. In studio, so cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, awesome. She's I was trying heart. to get her on this week because she's actually behind this movie. Uh, I, I believe it comes out today. Today, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it, it's it's about a meeting of a whole bunch of um, Muhammad Ali and other people in Florida. I don't know if it's based after on Muhammad Ali fight. Right. Actually, he was Cassius Clay at the time. Right. And it was him, and afterwards. He got together with, well, I don't know if it really happened or not, but him, Malcolm X, Jim yeah. Brown, and then there was another. So it's this meeting. Yeah. She directed it. They're yeah. saying that this could be a major Oscar contender. I mean, if it wasn't for the Croods, I think it would be a shoe. Yeah. Huh. It's called uh, One Night in Miami. One yeah. Night in Miami. And Sam Cooke was the other person. Yeah. Right. Uh, Casey. Um, so Regina King, by the way, Casey's playing music. This is from uh, Watchmen. She plays this character called Sister Knight. Which is such a badass. You know, the funny thing is, is for all the intense stuff she does, she's like a, a like a pop culture nerd. She's like really, she's really cool. Nice. 50 years old today. Happy birthday, Regina King. Uh, Martha Davis is the lead singer of the band The Motels. And uh, she is 70 years old today. You remember Suddenly Last Summer? I dug that song. That's, yeah. a, that's a one hit that I'm cool with. Yeah. Uh, and they had a couple of other songs. Nothing is coming to mind immediately, but uh, she is 70 today. Uh, Phyllis Coates, who was the original Lois Lane yeah. uh, from the Adventures of uh, Superman TV show. She is 94 years old. So oh, wow. there, were there two Lois Lanes on the TV show? Don't there was, know. There was Phyllis Coates and I think Lois Nettleton mm. was the other one. And, You're better and at that stuff than I am. One of them appears in the original uh, Richard Donner Superman movie. She's a passenger on, on the train when Superman's run, young Clark Kent's oh, running yeah, alongside yeah. the train. In Smallville, I got yeah, you. yeah. yeah. Press, I was trying to read your birthdays from over here, and when uh, I read Phyllis Coates and I got music ready for it, I misread it. Play the music. Play the music. See if you can guess what I thought I had read out of the corner of my eye. Well, this is the cars, right? Uh, Uh, Oh, uh, you you were thinking it was Phoebe Cates. Yes. (laughs) Phoebe Cates. Phyllis Coates, BBK. Yeah, yeah. Right. P and C, I right. got it. Yeah. Right. Phyllis Coates comes out of that pool, man. Oh, yeah. So At that high. time, she was, what, 68? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little wet today. Ooh, I just caught your brother spanking it. 
Oh, uh, my God. Phyllis Coates is uh, 94 Steve, today. Steve, it was uh, Noel Neal? Does that That's it. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, but you were right. Two lowest lanes uh, in different parts of that series. Okay. Uh, then you also have Lisa Velez, also known as Lisa Lisa, from Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam. Oh. This is a guilty pleasure. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. This was I like, hey, I'm, girls. I think <laughs> I love you from head to toe. You look like Lisa Lisa when you're nice. <laughs> goes uh yeah lisa lisa i remember that she's uh 54 today uh eddie cahill ma'am we were just talking oh, about yeah. him the other day he's a guy who played uh jim craig in the movie miracle the, yeah. the only non he was the only non-hockey player in that cast uh and he's also been in other things he's a csi ny uh conviction as well he is 43 today uh, another birthday is victor resick uh he's from the 50 shades series. He played Jose in that. Jose! That's right. And he was also in the movie. You are the BDSM of everyone. And he is uh, 37 today. And then the last birthday, Nick, you showed it to me. How old is he today? He is 56. 56. Bernard Hopkins. Oh! Executioner. Boxer, yeah. And when was he fought not that long ago, He just keeps going. Yeah. He's he's an incredible... I don't know. He, he just—he never stops fighting. He's really impressive. He was a groomsman in my friend's wedding. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Uh, did he? Was it pretty obvious that he was the the athlete? Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. If you shape, see just, him, how yeah. great? Yeah. How great he looks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm not really sure how they're friends, but yeah, he was he was there with the bridal party. Okay. Uh, happy birthday, Mr. Would have been Hopkins. great if he was the maid of honor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, which is name the movie in which Christian Bale won an Oscar for his portrayal of boxer Dickie Eklund, 215-263-WMMR. We're going over to Mike on the phone line. Say, Mike, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Mike, uh, what was the movie that he won the Oscar for? I'm going to go with The Fighter. That's right, Mike. <laughs> Hang on, bud. What a great movie. We're going to give you a $50 Carrabba's Italian Grill gift card. Eating lighter, Carrabba's Italian Grill has you covered. You can enjoy main courses under 500 calories like Tuscan Grilled Pork Chop for those counting calories this time of year. Uh, visit Carrabba's.com to view the lighter menu today. I need to see that movie. I've only seen parts okay. of it. He plays, yeah. he's like, a, he's a, a meth head of yeah. former meth head or dabbles. But uh, and he's sort of emaciated, but um, the performance is incredible. Yeah, and uh, one of those chameleon The dynamic of the women, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the oh sisters and uh, is it Amy, Amy Adams? Amy Adams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, MTV she girl. Back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said MTV girl. Yeah. All right, so we're going to start with this Army Hammer. We've talked about this a little bit over the last couple of days. Uh, stepped down from his starring role in Shotgun Wedding amid a bizarre DM scandal in which he allegedly engaged in. Uh, rape and cannibalism fantasies in a series of unverified messages allegedly sent by the actor. He appears to say he is, quote, 100% a cannibal and is interested in drinking blood. Now, his ex, Courtney uh, uh, Vasekovich, tells Page Six the claims are legit and that his pillow talk made Hannibal Lecter's chit-chat seem tame. She said, he said to me that he wants to break my rib and barbecue and eat it. She also added, he says that I want to take a bite out of you. If I had a little cut on my hand, he would suck it or lick it. And that's about as weird as we got, she said. Uh, They dated June to August and said that the screenshots that, uh, you know, of these DMs were no shocker. She said he likes the idea of skin in his teeth. 
Uh, she added that he is psychologically manipulative and grooms women. Uh, I think he so he impresses me as one of these guys who sort of had everything handed to him and like like the 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 guy at the beginning of the the movie Hellraiser who's just lived everything, has experienced everything, and just wants to experience. He's looking for things, you know, uh, it, like he's bored and cannibalism seems fun. She said he enters your life in such a big way. He's such a captivating person. He has such a presence and he's aware of that and he uses it in such a way that most women would think, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. But especially young women. That's kind of the scary part. How huh. good he is at active manipulation and making you feel like he's never felt this way about anybody. Uh, she added that uh, he sucks out all the goodness you have left. That's what he did to me. I gave it, and he, uh, I gave and gave and gave until it hurt. Now, as he hasn't, has he fully addressed this at all? I don't think he has. Right? No, just lightly. He says he, yeah. he's uh, sidestepping the allegations themselves, but he did dub them vicious. Okay, yeah. there's so, um, two sides to every story, but but there's a lot on this side of the story. In the Entourage movie, he uh, has a small role as himself. Yeah, and he plays a psychopath. Yeah, and. Maybe he will. Well, what we see, there was like footage that was posted yesterday. We have the the audio is not that good, but it's him driving, you know, with, in a car with a friend, uh-huh. and he's drinking a beer while driving, and oh. then and then he's also he appears to lick some sort of cracked powder off his friend's hand, and then have sort of a reaction. Okay, okay. that's what this is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's getting weird. More, one more. more. That's after he licks the what mm. appears to be cracked white powder off his friend's hand. Okay. That was Army making that noise. That's Army <laughs> making that noise. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's not the best audio, but interesting. I saw a tweet last night that said, "At least Army Hammer is finally interesting." Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. All right, let's see. Let's move along. Warner Media is standing by Walter Hamada as the DC Films head faces continued accusations of misconduct by Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League. Uh, it's come shortly after Fisher confirmed that he's been ousted from the cast of The Flash. Uh, the film, slated for 2022, has Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, Ezra Miller, Gal Gadot, and many others. I'm real. I, mean, I love that character. I, I, I loved Ray Fisher. I was thrilled at the prospect of having him on board um, the deal. He feels, though, that that um, when they switched from Joss Whedon, well, when they brought in Joss Whedon after Zack Snyder had to leave because of his, uh, you know, the, the the tragedy in his family, that Joss Whedon w- was running roughshod over the cast and crew, mm-hmm. and the higher ups at, uh, at DC weren't stepping in. Hey, uh, Fisher said in uh, the beginning of a two page post, uh, "I strongly disagree with their decision, but it's one that is unsurprising. Uh, despite the misconception, Cyborg's involvement in the Flash was." much larger than a cameo. And while I do mourn the lost opportunity to bring uh, Victor Stone back to the screen, bringing awareness to the actions of DC film head Walter Hamada will prove to be a much more important contribution to our world. Uh, Warner Media said in a statement last summer, Mr. Fisher was offered the opportunity to reprise his role as Cyborg in The Flash, given his statement that he will not participate in any film associated with Mr. Hamada. Our production is now moving on. Uh, as Steve said, uh, Fisher in the studio have been duking out out since he first claimed that Joss Whedon misbehaved on set and complained of enabling behavior by writer-producer Jeff Johns. Producer John Berg was launched in August 2020 and of Hamada uh, protecting all of them. Uh, the uh, Warner Media chair and CEO and Sarnoff said in a statement, I believe in Walter Hamada and that he did not impede or interfere in the investigation. Furthermore, I have full confidence in the investigation process and findings 
Uh, Walter is a well-respected leader known by his colleagues, peers, and me as a man of great character and integrity, blah, 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 blah. Well, the cool part is you're going to get some more cyborg in the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League on yeah. HBO Max. So that's cool. But, man, you know, Preston, he was he just started to get understanding of his of his appendages and everything. And it's like, oh, man, give, give him his own movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be a badass yeah, character. Yeah. All right, so sad news. We got this late in the show yesterday, but Siegfried Fischbacher, Siegfried and Roy, uh, has died in Las Vegas at eight at the age of eighty one. Uh, he died Wednesday at his home from pancreatic cancer. Man, this freaking pancreatic cancer! Roy Horn had died last year at a Las Vegas hospital. Those were complications from COVID nineteen. He was seventy five. Uh, the duo, the it. duo, astonished millions with their extraordinary magic tricks until Horn was critically injured in two thousand three. Uh, by one of the acts, famed White Tigers, Montecor. Yeah. In a statement announcing Horn's death in May, Fishbacher said, From the moment we met, I knew Roy and I together would change the world. There could be no Siegfried without Roy and no Roy without Siegfried. He later told uh, Germany's weekly newspaper uh, his best friend would always stay by his side. He said, For dinner, I will continue to have the table set for him, too, like it always was the case. I am not alone. I know, it's sad. Uh, 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 Now... I don't think they ever confirmed they that they were a couple, which, uh, and that's a personal decision. You own what you, you know, that's your right to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, on the outside, their loyalty was amazing. Uh, magicians, you know, some people were dispensed them as sort of just a big flashy thing, but magicians and illusionists revered them. Ben and Teller adore them, you really? know, because they basically, they're one of the, the, the acts, if not the act that was responsible for bringing that 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 huge that yeah, import to to Vegas, yeah. and then gave them all careers. Yep. One of the last interviews that they did together, they were specifically asked if they were a couple, and their response. I mean, I found it sad that they could that they mm. wouldn't or couldn't yeah. say yes. But I mean, they they basically said we are best friends. We've been friends since day one. You know, but never would never actually say yes. We are a couple. Right. You would. It's. It's got to be the worst, right. but, but but I mean, if that's if that if they were comfortable with that and that's what they wanted, yeah. then yeah. people right. respect that. Sure. That's also part of the deal. Were they a magic show first? Uh, they were, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. So okay. so uh, the way they met was uh, Siegfried was a magician, Roy was a an animal handler. They met on a cruise ship, and I think they might have both been doing like like they might have had some of these animals on display on this cruise ship that Roy was working, and they met and they hit it off, and then. Uh, they started to incorporate both in together, but but Siegfried was the magician. Yeah, right. Roy was more the animal guy. Now he, of course, came along and learned magic along the way. Right, but animal, right. the animal side of the things was that was his domain. They were a flashier Joe Exotic, is what you're saying. Yes, they were also at least to the best of my knowledge, and they were you know checked up on year after year. Treated the animals very well. Yeah. Donated to nature conservancies and did all that. Yeah. In fact, they were they single handedly, especially white tigers. That yeah. was their thing. The conservation. Uh, they had this preservation program that they began in the 1980s, and I've never seen anything that you know puts them in a bad light as far as right. that. Regard. So when you would walk into the Mirage Hotel, yeah. Preston, when they when they dominated, and I, I don't I don't it's probably still not there, but. When you walked into the lobby to the left, and when you walked through the main doors, there was a super huge glass wall. Yeah. And it, behind that glass wall, that's where the tigers would hang out. And it, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. amazing. Uh, so they performed six shows a week, 44 weeks per year. I mean, they were a hardworking group. And um, 
They signed a lifetime contract with the Mirage in 2001. It was estimated they had performed 5,000 shows at the casino for... Uh, 10 million fans since 1990, and it grossed more than a billion dollars. Like a billion. Where, is that where the accident happened with the tiger? Yes. At the yeah. Mirage? Yeah. yeah. I assume so. Uh, funeral services will be private with plans for a public memorial in the future. Uh, this is terrible to hear. Terrible. Uh, Dustin Diamond has confirmed he's battling some form of stage four cancer oh. uh, at the just at the age of 44. Yeah, we don't know what cancer it is. The actor's team confirmed the news on Thursday via his Facebook page, saying at this time we can confirm that Dustin does have cancer. The rumor is, Preston, or at least what I saw, I think the Daily Mail is reporting that it is in his throat. Well, is a tumor on his neck. Yeah. So I don't know, but they haven't released officially from his group what type of cancer it is. So uh, Dustin will disclose more information once it's available and a plan moving forward is made. The star remains in the hospital and is currently undergoing his first round of chemotherapy. After taking a ton of tests, the statement included uh, an address where fans can mail cards and well wishes. Uh, Rep told the Today Show that uh, he has stage four cancer, saying it's serious, but we don't know how serious yet. His rep added that the actor is undergoing his first round of chemotherapy to combat the disease. He added that he's also in pain from shingles. Uh, His friend uh, Dan Block said that he had a huge lump on his neck, but had put off going to the hospital. Don't ever put off going to the doctor, gang. It, it, well, it could be, uh, if it's, it depends on where it is in the neck, it could be something thyroid-related. Yeah. Uh, Dustin has cancer, they said. We don't know what type or how advanced. We'll find out tomorrow. Right now, we don't know where it has spread to, so that's oh. the most important thing. Um, Diamond was hospitalized in Florida over the weekend. Uh, he entered treatment after complaining that his entire body was in pain and his medical team fury may have had cancer. Uh, he lost his mother to breast cancer and is said to uh, be having a biopsy done in order to deduce what the medical condition is. So maybe we'll find out next week. I yeah, probably um, the best one. That's terrible. You remember when they did celebrity boxing and they put him in the ring with Ron Palillo, who <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah, Horshack. Yeah, Horshack. Yeah, he had no idea what he was in. No, store for he, thought, he thought it was a big laugh it off show. Uh-huh. Well, and- Ron, if you remember, Ron Palillo was told mm-hmm. that you were that. For the bout is that there would be no headshot. Right, yeah. And so he got in and Screech started popping him in the face. And I, you remember the hook on his face? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was kind of like, well, um, that's a slight yeah. bit of mis, you know, yeah. uh, miscommunication. Uh-huh. Especially when <laughs> the fact is Dustin Diamond trained in martial arts. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so this guy's standing there yeah. and bang. Yeah, yeah. So hey, he got lit up. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Tom Cruise is bringing in robots to help him in his mission to enforce strict COVID-19 protocols on Mission Impossible 7. Are they killbots from Boston Dynamics? Cruz is starring in and executive producing the film. He made headlines for a profanity-peppered tirade after he saw members of the crew breaking protocol and after that outburst. And then another one later, five crew members ended up quitting. The source said of the robots... Tom is so serious about making sure that the shoot isn't shut down that he's splashed on the out on these robots so that he can be everywhere to ins- ensure that people are behaving themselves. They added, uh, yes, the rant came out last month. May have been a bit over the top, but he was right. And those who saw the story emphasized, uh, sympathized with him. Uh, he gets paid a lot for these films. But he knows that he is lucky to be working and staff on the film from top to bottom rely on this film going ahead. You don't have to go far to see just how much the pandemic has affected jobs. The robots are really sophisticated and rather intimidating. It's like the Terminator, only not as violent. 
Wow. Uh, shooting resumes. I assume week. they're surveillance droids. They're not kill droids, right? I'm guessing. Not yet. But I don't know. You don't know, man. You it depends know. on how serious Tom gets. Yeah. I wonder if Scientology built them for him. Mm. They mm. would have the technology, yeah. right? Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West may still share love, and they certainly share plenty of history and four kids together, but it isn't enough, according to us. It's not enough. It tells us in People Magazine. How do you have any faith in love if they don't stay together? I mean, he filled a room with, like, all those flowers and Kenny G. The whole, uh, the the Kenny G. The Kenny G. Not some Kenny G wannabe. No, the G. While rumors that the 40-year-old lawyer in training and 43-year-old rapper divorcing have uh, been rife for weeks, they have yet to comment or file. Uh, and a source says, while they have a multitude of problems, friends on both sides think that there is a chance the separation could give them a fresh start. Their story is a classic Hollywood meet cute. He watches her porn movie online <laughs> and figures he wants to be with her and then arranges it and then they get married. Didn't he propose to her? I guess it was in... He rented out the uh, the basketball stadium in L.A. and uh, there was YouTube. Remember the YouTube oh, footage yeah, of like right? Big... And there was like a, just a table, a romantic table in the center court. I believe that was it. Yeah. I think so. He has not. Uh, he has not uh, gone low level when he's been wooing her. A source said uh, she wants to make sure that Kanye's in a healthy place before she decides to file. And they can coexist and co-parent without having a bad blood between them. And her family is secretly thrilled, according to a source. Publicit, publicit, uh, publicly, sorry. The family is saying that they're very sad and th- that this has come to an end. But there's a definite sense of relief that she's finally had the courage to rip off the Band-Aid and walk away. Uh, the likes of Chris, Courtney, and Chloe saw the writing on the wall for literally years. But they knew Kim wanted to give it her all. They've had some bad history when it comes to romances. Yes. Look at look at the line of douchebags. Yep. Not that Kanye's a douchebag, but who knows? Hey, uh, Liam Neeson says he is set to retire from uh, movies. He says a lot that he doesn't follow through yeah, on. Yeah, it says here, retire from action movies. He said that like eight years ago. He did. And he's it, done 48 action movies since then. He did the Snowplow uh, movie. Uh, yeah, right? Mr. The, Plow. Mr. Plow. <laughs> by the way, how'd I watched jing- it. How'd that jingle go again? Oh, man. <laughs> I was Mr. looking Plow, for something else. That's the name. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Oh, Mr. Plow. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. And how oh, about oh. Mr. Plow? That's my name. That my name, name again, again is Mr. Plow. Plow. I have a very specific set of skills when it comes to shoveling your driveway. Um, uh, believe it or not, it was good. good. Okay. Uh, it also has a a really dark sense of humor to it. So he's killing people, and they actually have like a tote. Yeah. Oh, that pops up. Yeah. So it's that kind of vibe. The deadly snowplow driver. Uh, I'm going to so, play Krusty the Clown in my next movie. He said, there's a couple more that I'm going to do this year. Yeah, hopefully, a he, couple. He said, I'm 68 and a half, 69 this year. Uh, hopefully, COVID is allowing us to do a couple more. There are a few in the pipeline. And then I think that will probably be it. Well, unless I'm on a Zimmer frame or something. I've got full-blown AIDS. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a Zimmer frame is. I have you guys no idea what a Zimmer frame is. Uh, Look okay. what I just purchased. A Zimmer frame. <laughs> um, so he says he may hang it up. I don't know. I doubt it. Man. It's a just purchased an air fryer to make French toast. I guess it's a, it's a European walker. way of saying oh. a walker. Yeah. Oh, all right. A Zimmer frame. Okay. Zimmer frame. Walker told me I had AIDS. <laughs> Walker told you I had full blown AIDS. Walker told me I had full blown AIDS. <laughs> you it. see that he got a new Walker? Uh, new Walker, Texas Ranger? No. It's They're Jared, doing that again? It's Jared Padalecki from the show Supernatural. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. New Walker. 
All right, uh, let's see. One more thing. Uh, Steve, you were asking about the SAG Awards the other day. Uh, COVID-19 is showing no signs of slowing down, and Hollywood is scrambling to move award shows and festivals around to deal with it on January 5th. Uh, Sundance canceled COVID nineteen. Uh, Sundance canceled its L A. Drive in. Shortly before that, the Grammys postponed its January thirty first ceremony, uh, but rescheduled it to March fourteenth, the same day of the SAG Awards. So the powers that be are figuring out how to deal. As of now, the SAGs have been bumped to April fourth. April fourth. The Golden Globes, set for February twenty eighth, may move to per the Hollywood Reporter. The Oscars are set for April twenty fifth. That appears to be safe as of now. Because normally that stuff's early like in the year. Yeah, early in the yeah. year, yeah, because they're wrapping up the last year. Have yeah. they postponed the slut walk yet? That's uh, the thing they do every day out in L.A., right? Uh, yeah, I don't know where it's on the slut walk right now. <laughs> they did the naked, they had this cancel the naked bike ride. Yes, I know that. yeah, man, everything's getting hit. Uh, writer-producer Eric Roth, who is on the Academy Boards of Governors, tells uh, The Hollywood Reporter that um, the organizers are doing everything possible in a world in the world to have an Oscars ceremony of some kind. So uh, working on of it. course, this concerns us deeply because we get screener copies. Yes. I know. So this has delayed our up. ability to access screener copies. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we do we do movies opening first? Yeah. Right? Right, we, got do movies? Movie, yeah, yeah. we got movies? Yeah. We got two movies opening this weekend. Let's get to it. <laughs> you know, looking out at the beautiful sunrise while I hear that music just makes it... It's yeah. so majestic. So majestic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Outside the Wire is opening today. Sci-fi action film starring our buddy Anthony Mackie, who's awesome, uh, Damson Idris, and Emily Beecham. Uh, the plot is, in the near future, a drone pilot... Sent into a war zone, finds himself paired up with a top-secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. Uh, attack. So it's an hour and 55 minutes. Uh, streaming on Netflix, Rotten Tomatoes score is kind of down the middle at 56%. And then one more movie opening called The Marksman, action thriller starring Liam Neeson. The Marksman, I have a particular set of skills. I was in the war with Mr. Rogers. <laughs> uh, Jacob Neeson, Theresa Ruiz. Uh, so the plot is Harden, Arizona rancher Jim Hansen, who is Liam Neeson, uh, simply wants to be left alone as he fends off eviction notices and tries to be alone. I have full blown AIDS. <laughs> and tries to make a living on an isolated stretch of borderland. Uh, but everything changes when Hansen and ex-Marine sharpshooter witness eleven-year-old uh, migrant Miguel. Uh, fleeing with his mother. Uh, running times now in 47 minutes, rated PG-13, opening wide or as wide as theater releases can be. Rotten Tomatoes score 31%, so not so You know what, great. though? I love movies like this where, you know, the, the guy steps in and saves them, and apparently there's a drug cartel after him. That's why they're running. So okay. they're, they're not part of a marathon. Okay. And there you go. That is what I have. Oh, no, wait. We have the clips. Woo-hoo! What the hell am I talking about? All right, let's go to this. 30 years after the events took place in The Karate Kid, a destitute Johnny Lawrence seeks redemption in Cobra Kai. In this clip, William Zabka discusses his favorite things about season three. What I love to play the most is uh, the relationship with uh, Miguel and getting him uh, going healed back on his feet, if that's going to be possible. And uh, the action is great. Um, the nostalgia is always there. And, uh, and then there's the humor. So I love season three. It's uh, it's it's my favorite so far. Yeah! 
Uh, Cobra Kai Season 3 is streaming on Netflix. I'm going to start all the way over at the beginning again. Are you? How many times do you watch a show usually? Uh, Sometimes twice. Yeah. But... So we're looking for something to watch uh, with my daughter, Caroline, you know, right. just to have a show. And, and oh. I was like, you know what? It's These are only 30-minute episodes. You can knock it off. We can crank these yeah. out. It's, you know, it's high school material. It'll be kind of fun. But it's interesting because, and I was telling her, we were, we were talking about my high school days yesterday. And I was like, you know what? Because uh, I told her, I said something about drinking beer. She's like, you did in high school? I go, yeah. And she turned to me and she goes... You're grounded. <laughs> and she told me she wasn't mad at me. She was just disappointed in me. I, oh, my God. Uh, I learned I, it from you. But I said in Cobra Kai, they cover the the high school drinking thing, which you don't really see in uh, shows or movies right. uh, that often, which I found kind of interesting. So, all right, anyhow, it's uh, on Netflix now. Here is the next clip. A female pilot traveling with top security documents during World War II encounters a mysterious and evil presence aboard the flight in Shadow in the Cloud. And in this clip, Chloe Grace Moretz opens up about what drew her into the movie. From the jump, knowing that it was a World War II movie set through the lens of a woman, I thought was interesting. Um, and it, it had sci-fi elements was another interesting moment. So I was like, okay, what is this piece? Um, and immediately when I sat down and read it, I was incredibly excited. Really? Yeah. I just bought this. Uh, I, I, in fact, I bought it to watch it this weekend because uh, there's like a gremlin president. It's World War II, so it, there's like a gremlin on the outside of their oh. their plane. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Interesting. Uh, Press, by the way, when the when you were drinking in high school, uh, oh, okay. you would get <laughs> somebody... Oh, Shadow in the Cloud yeah. is now available on Video On Demand, yes. When you would get somebody who was 21 to buy your alcohol for you, did you have a name for that person? No. You didn't call them a runner? Nope. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's what uh, my friends, because I didn't drink in high school, uh, that's what they call... But now they have a different name for it, and Wasn't I Wasn't it just someone's older brother? Well, yeah, sister? but like... Yeah. That's who bought it for us. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was like, hey, do you have a runner for this weekend? Or, you know, oh, we're going to go meet at oh, Haley's Hole. Do, oh, do, do you have a runner? Yeah. And that's what that person was called. And now I wish I could remember and what we, the kids are calling it these days. Well, I'm sure it's not one name, right? Well, yeah, maybe a few different people yeah. have different names, but you've heard one mm-hmm. and you're curious of what that might be. And then we, and when I say we, I mean not me, like my <laughs> other friends. The um, bad kids, yeah. Yeah, the bad kids. They would then have to buy the beer for the runner. Right. Like you'd right. have to, everybody'd have to collect enough money so that the runner getting it would also get a case oh, yeah. or whatever they want. You had to pay a handling fee for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's most like, definitely. Like that scene in American Graffiti Press when Charles Martin Smith is outside of the, the liquor store and he goes, um, he, he goes up to this like this old like this hermit guy and he goes I I I want to, but, but I lost my ID. And the the guy looks and goes, "I had a wife too, but her name was an ID." <laughs> Starts paddling on. Um, so anyhow, uh, that's the movies. That's the entertainment report. All that stuff going on. We got to take a break because we got a lot to get to yes. today, and a lot of it involves money. Because no sad bro, it's no sad dough. We have a chance to win five hundred dollars twice, mm. and before we'll take a break from it on the weekend. So make sure that you don't miss the opportunity. Ross uh, Ross Matthews will be joining us. Uh, we got to meet need some giveaways from our friends at Philly Tap and Tavern. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. Stay with us on this Friday morning. the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's band is Party Muscles. Party 
Hustles, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. I was just about to to grab the uh, stacko topics, as we call it. Yeah, I jot down stuff from time to time that aren't necessarily uh, time sensitive, but stuff um, that you want to get to at some point uh, eventually. And I have this little stack of scrap paper, and uh, and there's just topics. And sometimes we go in and just pull one out and see what's there and, and roll with it. And see I, if we get something out of I it. I like doing this. I do too. But mm-hmm. right before we did that, Casey. Brought something up that I might want to explore first. If you're already with that, I okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have my hand on the rewind button just in case. Just in case. Okay. So Casey <laughs> thinks that Kathy is doing something on purpose to annoy him to specifically get under my to skin. To specifically get what under makes his skin. this week any different than anyone? <laughs> and Wait, therefore, and, the- and therefore, he poses the question: What is it that you do at work? A little thing. Uh, to just annoy your uh, a specific coworker or something along those lines. So give yeah. your example, Casey. What so are you talking about? My example is uh, our parking lot is different now, right? Everything's changed, and there and I had noticed. It's different. It, well, I had noticed yeah. a little while back that there was a part of the parking lot that nobody was using early in the morning. So I, I instead of parking where everybody else was, I ended up parking in this one spot. I was able to back in nice and easy. And slowly but surely, mm-hmm. people have started parking there. Andy down the hall started parking there, and and so and I'm, you got mad at her because she took well, the parking. So spot. I'm I'm kind of over exaggerating my annoyance with this. Right. But I'm like I'm like why? But you I'll, called her a bitch. I did call her a bitch <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> no. Um. And then there's another guy who's brand new here. He just started parking in my spot, and so now I, I tend to wear my heart on my sleeve. So I come really? here and I talk to you guys about it. Kathy is now parking in this part of the parking lot. And I saw it earlier this week, and I'm like, oh, ha, 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 ha. And then today, specifically, she parked in my parking spot. Doesn't have my name on it or anything like that, but, you know, it's my spot. And I was like, do I say anything? Do I acknowledge this? Are you doing this on purpose, well, Kathy? Well, so, so before we went on the air, he, um, he goes, you know, so is this purposely being done to get under my skin and we all you know whatever we kind of laughed there was no like he wasn't really asking a question right. he was just kind of making a statement and then right before i put my headphones on i went yes <laughs> <laughs> um, but no in reality okay so i parked uh, i i normally park uh, next to steve I, I like that parking spot and yes if somebody takes it it's kind of annoying there's 900 others that you can choose from so yeah it's, it's nobody's here bad. when we get here yeah, yeah. exactly right. so it's, it's the not, act it's the yeah. best of times yeah but yes so Casey did start parking there. Now, um, as I was coming in, uh, you know, throughout the uh, uh, the mornings or whatever, I just I like, you know, I, I want to go over there and try that parking, sp- those parking spots, because it's a little bit difficult where we park to back into my spot. I like to back into my spot so I can like peel wheels out of here. Yeah, you know? you're a backer in yeah. <laughs> Right. So I'm a backer in It's a little bit difficult over there because when they redid the parking lot, it's a little smaller. The the spaces are a little bit yeah, smaller. Yeah, they completely poorly planned it. Right. Exactly. It's terribly planned. Uh, so I thought, let me try where Casey goes, see if it's easier to back in. It's way easier. There's more room. So I was like, OK, 
okay, great. Now everybody's going to park there. No. Wait, so, so, but no. so I come in today, and, like, I just pull in. So so what, across from you, Casey, are three spots. One of those was open earlier this week. That was great. I was like, cool, this will be my new parking spot. But those go quick, I yeah. guess, when people get here. So I pulled in this morning, and I pull forward, and then to go, go to back in. And I don't really, like, pick a specific spot. Like, I'll sort of just back in and yeah. whichever spot I land in, I land in. Right. One of the 900 that are available. Yeah. That are available, time, yeah. right. So this one, there were uh, two cars on either side and I just kind of perfectly, the way my car lined up, I pulled in right between those two spots, but I guess that spot wasn't taken because it's so. Casey's spot. Yeah, it's my spot. I should put my name on it. But no, no there, Casey, there was I once... didn't, hold on, I yeah. did, but I didn't, sp- it literally was out of convenience and ease of backing my car in. That was the reason I didn't do it because to get under your skin. I wouldn't be surprised if you did it for that, which I'm <laughs> I mean, in all reality, like that. I mean, that's a funny. I'm that's a funny gag. To. That's a funny gag. If you're doing a, like a, a little dig, okay? and that's what people do. Like I know that they're like, you know what, man? I know that this isn't that big of a deal, but I know that so and so hates it. Well, when somebody leaves a coffee stirrer on the counter, so I'm going to do that every freaking day because I hate that person or because <laughs> I want to annoy that person. Let me go to an example. I have Stephen on the line who can concur. Hi, Stephen. Good morning. Hi, guys. I just wanted to let you know I love everything that you do on your (laughs) 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 Kathy, it was just like Ronnie said. That's fantastic. Thanks, man. All right, so what what do you do at work to purposely annoy somebody? My coworker is uh, very forgetful, and they they, they attached one of those tile key finder things to their uh, utility knife. Yeah. Because they are they're always losing it. So every once in a while, they come in a little later than I do to work. I'll, I'll take that knife and I'll, like, hide it deep in some papers or something. And I always love, <laughs> like, when, when when they come in, right. I always hear that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she didn't know where it was. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little thing and you get a little bit of joy out of doing this. <laughs> Bit. Yeah, no, I right. hear you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Here's a text says, I have a very pushy co-worker who thinks uh, she is always right and tries to control every person's desk. So I move things that she oh. has moved just to annoy her. <laughs> she will move things around. I'm... Uh, here's another one that says, uh, I make certain people, and they have that in quotations, Repronounce words in English, even though I know there are, uh, even though I already know what they're trying to tell me. That's what Dave says. So he's, he has them just. That's kind of uh, having something have them them repeat something just to be an annoyance. So okay, I never thought of that. I think you probably do a little bit of what I do as well. Sometimes, if you're like uh, my thing, if you ever hear me say, "Excuse me, come again." Uh-huh. That's usually me saying, "Why are you? Why are you bothering me?" Yeah, you know. Yes, like, I've seen you use yeah, that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because a lot of times it's it's a. Um, like, why are you bothering me? Like, like for an example, if I'm sitting and my back is to you and I'm I'm riding away, if I were to come to somebody's cubicle or something and they were riding, I would wait uh-huh. until I saw a pause. Or excuse me, I'd say. Yeah, I wouldn't just start talking. Uh-huh. You know, and it, it's listen. I'm not, I. I don't want to murder someone because they do it. Yeah, but I will. But I will let you know. Yes, it is a slightly yeah. dicky move. I, I. I admit it, but it's just like, could you accommodate me here for a second? Uh, by the way, somebody says that they uh, they play a 12 hour video of the sound of bees at varying low levels. No, <laughs> oh my god, at work. No, mm. <laughs> that can cause you to go out of your freaking mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me go to Matt. Hey, Matt, good morning. 
Hey, how's it going? Uh, long time caller, first time listener. Oh, you did, you did it the other way. Yeah, yeah. What's up, bud? Uh, so in the shop where I work, um, my armrests come off of my rolly chair for break. <laughs> and all the guys that I work with, they take the armrests and they hide them around the shop. So about a week ago, I went to the local hardware store and bought two uh, like padlocks, and I put them through the chair, so now they can't do it. <laughs> So you were on the no, other end. They were they were doing it just to annoy you, and now oh, you've yeah, had the last. Knew it was driving me nuts because uh, my favorite chair. So right, right, all right. Uh, thanks, you man. you you know you listen. Talk about the the thing, and I, it's, it's a slightly off topic, but I mean, when you have a chair at work that you like, like Preston, you know your your chair, right? Oh yeah. Someone asked with it, you're like, who's touching my goddamn chair? Do you remember when we had the old conference room down the hall here, and it had all those bobo chairs in there? Oh my god! I mean, like, yeah. They, they had they had pieced together these leftover chairs. Yeah. None of them matched. They all had. And if I came it in, it was like a Whitman sampler. And of I chairs. didn't get a chair that didn't have the armrests on. Uh-huh. I was just, I just would sulk. Yeah, <laughs> would just sit there and sulk. Really? Man, I didn't know that chair <laughs> needs to recline and doesn't have any armrests. That's on. why when we were having the meetings over by the fanatic on those those chairs that had, they were horrible. Oh, those chairs horrible. were terrible. No Every padding. meeting I had there was living hell. Mm-hmm. So years ago when I worked at NBC Ten. Um, I used to battle with this girl every morning. We would get in about the same time. And uh, what I was doing at the time, working on the news desk, there were a number of computers and nobody really had like a set spot. There was like the main girl that was at the desk. She would have her spot. And then the others, you sort of just grabbed as you arrived. But they kind of became like, it was kind of standard where understood. Yeah. So I had a specific computer and I would face the main girl. That way, if she needed anything, she kind of just moved her head, would tell me to do something and I would, you know, could quick get it done for her. Well, this other, so this girl starts, uh, you know, this new girl starts and all of a sudden she's getting in like, you know, like it would be like 30 seconds before I would get there and she would take my computer, wasn't my computer, Mm -hmm. just like Casey's parking spot. And I'm like, Oh, you got to be kidding me. So then I started coming to work like five minutes earlier. Of course. I'm going to get my computer. Well, then she started coming to work five Uh, minutes early. But I'm not even kidding you. Like, we didn't have to be there until nine. Both of us were getting there at like eight o'clock at one point. (laughs) We could get the the computer that we wanted. It was so irritating. No, I I get it. And and you feel like like an idiot for being that way. But I, I, I understand it. And at a certain point, it's like... It's a quality of work and quality of life issue. And then if you add in the element that, okay, you son of a bitch, <laughs> it becomes it becomes your mission. Well, and the computer that was left over was the one, it literally faced the door to the studio. So you saw nothing yeah. but a door. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, no. That, I can't this, have that. I've told this story before. Uh, I didn't have to do it with work. It was school. It was a teacher. It was a um, um, Spanish teacher who just wasn't. A nice guy. I, I didn't mm-hmm. like him, and of course, I'm an idiot student. You know, I'm, I'm right. So at and we were the last class of the day. So it was seventh period that I had him, <laughs> and so when we would leave. I would st- start stealing the erasers for the chalkboard. Oh, the old eraser stealing. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's and, a classic move. And I did it every now and then, and uh, he eventually caught on to it <laughs> and had addressed the class yeah. and said, you know, was waiting for somebody to admit it. Yeah. Of course, I never admitted no, why it. why would you? But it was that little, and uh-huh. I got such satisfaction out of that. I did. It was nothing. Yeah. I mean, all he had to do was go to the supply closet right. and get more. They probably cost five cents, you know? But it was your but little it was protest. My, it was my little thing. It was yes. you jumping up on the Screw on the you, on the table with the norm with the strike. Yep. You know, it's it's I your normal ray moment. Yeah. Let me go to Steve. Good morning, Steve. You're on the air. <clears throat> Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? Um, so I work at a shop, and um, there's I, I'm a sander, and then there's a builder. 
So every time the builder would walk away from his work area, I would walk over there and I would take any tools, screws, anything that he's using, and I'll put it on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Every single time he comes back, he's got to take all the scrap off He's cracking up. This is ongoing and it's never going to stop. Steve, you're going to have to fire me in order to stop. Are you you guys, do you get along okay? Is this just fun or do you not like the guy? He does it to me too. He does all my crap. It took me 20 minutes to find my tools. So there are, that's a different shade of this. It's similar if you're doing it to rib each other. I like it more if you don't. I don't like this. Well, going back to high school. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, well, the, I wasn't the, 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 going back to high school. Uh, you know, uh, you talk about that. Uh, there was somebody I didn't like, so yeah. I, I had, <laughs> uh, I had. Um, he just it was a quick flash temper. So I'd say, "Hey, man, great game yesterday." He wasn't on any any. Um, oh, seriously? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's and then, no team, uh, right? And so I, I had I had other I had other people going up to. And, and I, I had oh totally forgotten I'd set this in motion. And then one, and one time I'm at my locker, I swear to God, I hear, like, from hall to hall down, I'm not playing any sports! brilliant. Great game yesterday, man. Here's what? A- Here's a text that says, uh, I purposely follow one guy at work around all day and ask stupid questions, hoping that he'll fight me so he gets fired. Oh, my God. Wow, okay. You know, we've talked about in so many variations how that one person can just screw up. Now, people can obviously be really bad and, and like, you know, really doing aggressive things. But the little thing like, where's my mug? Yeah. Where's my this? Yeah. You know, that that can really... Be insidious. Most of these are like fun little, yeah. you know, like, you know, hiding the tools or putting the things on the floor and stuff like this. But like, there's got to be people out there who are doing it to piss somebody off. Like, I knew that that girl was showing up five minutes early to piss me off and get that desk. Right. Did you ever talk to her? Did you ever confront, not confront her, but did you ever? I think I did. I think yeah. eventually we did talk about it and I forget what happened, but it, we ended up getting put on different schedules, so it was fine. Would there have been a case to be made for seniority? Would you? Would you? Even... Well, yeah, that was the thing. I yeah. was Look, like, listen, new girl, listen, new girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what that happens a lot with is um, nurse nurses. Um, nurses, oh, yeah. we've talked case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nurses are very combative. There's usually a queen bee. Oh, yeah, yeah from, really. From what we hear, you know well, what? yes, yeah. that should be a uh, the next confessions of a uh, Ooh, series. Yeah, because you're right, Casey. There are so many good stories there, and the, yeah. there's often contention between the nurses and the doctors. Oh, and really? Nick, it was actually from I think it was maybe in the New York Times or something, but it was a survey that said the of the a toxic yeah. environment mm-hmm. so many nurses experience in Preston. You're, you're you know it is that pecking order. It's that queen bee vibe. There's a pecking order, yeah. and like why well, you know I've been here the longest, so these are the vacation days that I want, and, and this wow. is the schedule that I want. Yeah. All right, maybe we'll do that for for a uh, confession uh, session sometime. Ooh, that's a name for a confession session. There we go. Write that down. Uh, I'm going to go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning. Yo, buddy. Yeah. Very enthusiastic. I love it. All right, Brian, I love what I'm reading here. Tell your story. All right, so uh, I work in an industrial supply company, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like being annoying, and I do it all the time. But okay. um, So we start our trucks in the morning, and then we go and we load everything. Well, if it's hot out, people will turn their air conditioners on. Well, I'll turn them on the heat. But now it's cold out. When they turn the heater on, I'll turn the air conditioner. Come on. That's just his little thing, man. And I like to that. Go with something, to go with something that um, uh, Steve was saying, when I was in high school, 
I had a teacher that I did not get along with. He was a tech ed teacher. So um, he was off one day. So I hot glued all his uh, hot glued all his tools into his cabinet. <laughs> so when he came in in the morning, Dude. he went to pick them up. And they were all hot glued. I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, I yeah, love it, Brian. I Thank you. you. He remind thanks you too, bud. Uh, he remind me of something that, that was uh, fun to do with your friends back when cars were a little bit different, and you could, without having to turn on the vehicle, have access to be able to turn the radio up. And yep. the wipers. So we, so we would turn the radio up, yes. turn the wipers on, everything yes. could come on, turn the air conditioning on, yeah. anything that you could set uh-huh. ahead of time, <laughs> and go and turn that ignition on. It was yeah. the best. Yeah. I, I miss those it. times. I do I too, you man. know, to me that—that's to me something that ports to the current situation is, um, and it cracks me up. The rubber band around the spray nozzle on the sink. Oh yeah, it's just—it's a home run. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Chuck and I would go grab lunch, I would make sure, especially not especially, but only during the hot months of the summer, I turned the heated seats on for him. Because it took a little while. You don't realize. You know, you just ignore what's going on. Yeah, it's yeah, just a little yeah. bit warm. And yeah. then after a while, like, Jesus, my ass is on fire right now. <laughs> it happened to my, my father-in-law. They were taking, like, this four-hour-long trip, and he was just, he thought he was running a fever. And they had to pull over and get ice cream. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. His heated seats. He 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 had no idea. <laughs> He was burning up. I'm really for concerned. Hours. He was worried that he was getting sick. I mean, this oh, is God, it was similar. It wasn't. It? But, uh, we had Thanksgiving dinner one year, and obviously after the meal, you start to go. Oh, Somebody at the house, you know, one of the kids turned the thermostat up to like 98, <laughs> and we're sitting there like, oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna go to Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning. Sorry for bothering you guys at work. Nah, okay. no such thing. But all right, so what's something you do to annoy somebody on purpose in the uh, in the office? So a few years ago, one of our buddies was upgraded to instructor. So he had that great big coffee mug that you used to have. Uh, I guess it's like a Yeti nowadays. Mm-hmm. Every time we'd go on breaks, we would either lower the amount of coffee to the last sip in his cup or we'd <laughs> fill it to the maximum amount. Oh. Come back and randomly be confused and frustrated that he didn't know how much coffee he had. Oh, that's great. For months and months and months. That's great. I love that. Nice. For months. And he could, man, did I drink did all I that? Drink all- <laughs> Coffee. What's happened, Steve? There was a there was a um, uh, an episode of Mash one time, and you know they were always uh, pranking each other. Yeah, and uh, it was Hawkeye and BJ. They were taking Frank's clothes, yes, and they would tailor them uh, to make them too tight <laughs> right. or too. Am ta- I putting on weight? Yeah. yeah. Am I getting taller? <laughs> doing that. I love it. Uh, let me see. Here's a text says uh, my boss uh, hates MMR. And when I turn the truck off, I crank up the volume and change the radio presets all to WMMR. Thank <laughs> you for great. that. We love that. We approve that. Uh, let's see. We'll go to, um, and some of these are, are just pranks on people, yeah. but but that we got started by th- something you're doing purposely to annoy someone. To annoy just someone. get under their yeah. skin and maybe not know that it's you doing it. Uh, let me go to Scott. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Look, I'm a truck driver, and this this other driver, it's a pretty big company. You know, we drive for a dump truck company, and he was leaving bananas on my car. So, <laughs> you know, just a, just a peel. I yeah. don't know why he would he would put it on my windshield wiper, like, and then put the wiper back down on there. You know? <laughs> so, so I would go into work every day, and I, I would lift the air up in his seat and slide it all the way forward. 
put his oh. the steering wheel down, so he physically could not get in. Get in? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he caught me doing it one time. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? I said, well, you're the one that eats bananas. I figured you like climbing. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, so, maneuvering right. the chair. By the way, here's, here's a perfect thing. And, and when, when someone bars your car, my wife is very, t- she's tiny. She's tinier. She's mm. not, you know. When she borrows my car, she does not return the seat to its original position. Right, and I get in, and I almost snap my neck because you don't, because you don't. Yeah, know. you don't know till you get, try and get in and sit. But it is a good practical joke on somebody if you're trying to just get back at them is to just adjust the seat. Oh man, you, you know you're so used to it and being a certain way. There was a caller up on the line. I, I wish I could have understood how this worked, but they said every time one of their employees would go to use the bathroom, they would blow an air horn. <laughs> 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 hey, John's taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to Brett. We got a break in just a second here. Brett, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, darker, darker, darker. There you go. What's going on, bud? Hey, guys. So about 10 years ago, I was in the Air Force uh, stationed at McGuire over in Georgia. That's actually how I started listening to, to you guys. And if people were being a dick or, you know, you know, annoying you at, at work. You need to wear a hat when you go outside if you're in uniform. So we would take people's hats and they'd leave them laying around and put them in blocks of ice and freeze them <laughs> or hide them places. So that way you can't leave the shop, you can't go out because you're in uniform and somebody's going to get up, get on you if you're not dressed right. So that was just a real fun way. And yeah, so you 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 nobody can get to you. You'd freeze it. They get penalized if they weren't wearing it. So it wasn't like they had an option. Exactly. Yeah, so that's so great. People would, so people would bring an extra hat with them and keep it in their car. And keep it. <laughs> that's not case. bad. That's not bad. I'm sure the military has perfected the art of oh pranking each other because there's you're, you're, you know, especially in boot camp and all that. You're in close quarters. And, Full Metal yeah. Jacket had a funny one where the guy's asleep. Yeah, and you put bars of soap in a towel and, a towel and, and, and beat him, yeah. beat him within yeah. an inch yeah. of his life. Yeah, oh my god. It's, it's so I funny. mean, it's yeah. funny. It's funny. So I guess your best bet is to maybe not uh, wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. So don't let everybody know exactly what annoys you on a uh, consistent basis. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's kind of like with kids. It's like if you if you just pretend like your brother or your sister's not bothering you, it'll go away. Well, uh, it's kind of like greatest... sound clips here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just don't let Steve that know it bothers you. Yeah, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep hitting him anyway. But the, the uh, yeah, don't don't give the person any indication that what you're trying to do has landed. Yeah. And then you kill it. It's wait back to the sound clips. It is so hard though because it's one that I don't like I'll, for like a while. Which one? Like, don't no, I don't know, but yeah. I'm just saying if it's one, I'm like don't say anything, don't say anything, and then I I can't. I'm like I hate that one. Yeah, <laughs> I as, as Kathy's doing the news sometimes, and I'll see out of her, her eyes, she'll see <laughs> my, my index finger? finger start to go over, and I can see her start to smile. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for it. Yeah, here we go. Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> this one during sp- uh, sport. Whenever she's talking about tennis, tennis. or a home run, yeah. <laughs> yep. and Get away from me. That's her. Get away from me. All right. Uh, thank you for your calls. We appreciate it. There are loads of other ones, but we don't have time to get to that. Why? Damn. Well, we got money. Damn. We got money to give away. Ooh. Hopefully you don't mind that. Uh, so let us take a break. And, of course, we're doing No Sad Dough. Of course, it is a No Sad Bro Friday, but No Sad Dough, your chance to win 500 bucks is coming up two times alone on the Preston Steve nice. Show this morning. We'll get to the B file as well. Some guests, other stuff coming up, too. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
The President's Deep Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We got a couple minutes before we hit 8 o'clock exactly to uh, give you the keyword and all that stuff to win some money. But uh, real quick, I would like to welcome to our fair city uh, my cousin Erica, who huh. uh, got in yesterday. Her son plays on a hockey team, and they have a tournament in town. And Eric! I- I, no, Eric. Uh, oh, okay. close. Okay. But um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in over twenty-five years. Oh, wow. wow! Easily, yeah. So just by happenstance, she's in town, uh-huh. and you go and you went out to dinner last night. We did. We did. We went uh, first time I've been into the city uh, since COVID for uh, dinner. Went to Rouge, our buddy Rob Wasserman's it's place. Awesome, such um, a great place. Beautiful, and all yeah. the restaurants have these great setups for you to go out and safely have dinner and support them and. It was a really good time. It's a beautiful, mild evening. Weather's going to be great tonight, too. Yes. So if you yeah. have a chance to do that, you need reservations for stuff like this because seating's limited, obviously. Uh, but restrictions start loosening up this weekend, I believe. So check on that. I think yeah. um, I think you can have indoor... 150% of your capacity. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, is think that that's, that's why you want to check the details oh, on that. check that. But it starts tomorrow. Uh, anyway, this is a, uh, and, and I want to welcome uh, Erica. And I said, you know, I haven't seen her in over 25 years. I think I realized something. I think it was 25 years ago today that I moved to Philadelphia. Whoa. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Started working at WDRE. 25 years ago, Philly's modern rock. Elliot came to work at WDRE, Philadelphia's modern rock. All right, so if you don't mind me asking then, um, it, in 10 days is your birthday, so you're... You had a birthday like 10 days after you moved here. How yes. was that? Uh, it was nice because yeah. they, they got me a cake and everything. Okay. So I was like, oh, it made me feel really nice. I didn't care. I was I was going into a new yeah. chapter of my life, I mean, you... the most adventurous chapter I'd ever experienced. So I didn't care that if anybody celebrated my birthday or not. You'd walked into a major city radio station <laughs> and you saw that ultra high-tech equipment <laughs> yeah, that was at, at WDRE in Jenkintown. Dude, I, I was so excited to to move to a major radio market, Philadelphia, and I can't, and I, and I was coming sight unseen. I can't even imagine what this is going to be like. I walk in. The cradle of democracy. I'll never forget it. I walk into that studio and <laughs> on the air was brett hamilton who of course we worked with for years right. at uh, at y100 and uh, you know i introduced myself and we're talking and this and that and there was like a, a pause <laughs> and he just sees me kind of looking around <laughs> and he just i'll never forget the words i didn't say anything and he goes yeah, I thought the same thing, too, when I first walked in here. It was just a rat hole, man. It was a joke. No windows. No. A closet. Blue foam on the walls. Yeah. Uh, crappy equipment. But I, I do have to tell you, it was a very special place. Sure. Yeah. We had so much fun working at that radio station. I'll never forget it. It was really, really cool. It began, a, so much was set in motion, if you think about Everyone from DRE for the most part. So I was DRE New York, came down and mm-hmm. did stuff DRE Philadelphia. And then we on would, and on. this show wouldn't have happened if not if DRE at all without DRE. No, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, anyway, so yes, I'm going to welcome my cousin Erica into uh, Philadelphia. Yes, yes. All right. Um, hey, it's hey. it's eight o'clock. Here we go. Ninety-three-three WMMR presents. No all right, 500 bucks up for grabs right now. Here's what you need to do. you got to enter this keyword. The keyword is style, S-T-Y-L-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to do it. Three ways that you can do it via text the special contest short code number, which is 45911. 
or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize that we have. Enter it on the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from our company, Beasley. So make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and this is just the first chance of seven today to win $500. So the word again is style, S-T-Y-L-E. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Godshalls. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. You can make the switch to Godshalls Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon and check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at Godshalls.com. All right, we'll start with this story, and then I had a little bit of a follow-up to it. I saw this morning, but I'll present it as is now. A racing pigeon has survived an extraordinary 8,000-mile Pacific Ocean crossing from the United States to find a new home in Australia, and now authorities in Australia want to kill the bird. Why? Uh, because it's a quarantine risk. Oh. Knock it off. So, uh, Kevin Seeley Bird. That's I can't his name. believe it. I flew all this freaking distance, and now you're going to kill me? Uh, so this guy... Kevin Seely Bird said Thursday that he discovered the exhausted bird that arrived at his Melbourne backyard on December 26th and disappeared from the race. Wait a uh, minute, how about a Foster's? A race in the U.S. Uh, state of Oregon on October 29th. Experts suspect the pigeon uh, that Seely Bird has named Joe after uh, President-elect Joe Biden hitched a ride actually on a cargo ship, Steve. Uh, oh, it cheated. So it cheated. Well, then kill it. To cross the <laughs> Kill it with a hammer. Uh, Joe's feat has attracted the attention of the Australian media, but also the notoriously strict Australian Quarantine and Inspection Service. Uh, Seeley Bird said in uh, quarantine authorities called him on Thursday to ask him to catch the bird. I uh, said the, the bird, they were concerned about diseases and they wanted to know if I could catch it. He said, I can't. I can't get within, you know, two feet of it. And then it kill moves. My bird. Uh, he said, quarantine authorities are now considering uh, contracting a professional bird catcher. Uh, That's a thing, right? I guess so. So what I found out, though, is that the Oklahoma-based American Racing Pigeon Union yes. uh, said that the, they, they saw the band on the, uh, on the bird's leg. Bachman Turner over. Not, not that kind of band. <laughs> and uh, they said that it may have been a forgery of some type, so oh. it might not legitimately be from the U.S., so they're going to look into it so the bird may not die. We're not 100% okay. sure. There are loads of stories about pigeons that fly long distances. A, yeah. a pigeon could not traverse 8,000 miles without landing in islands along the way. No, but some birds can go. 8,000 miles? I, you know what? There's a Without, you know, stopping for a snack? There there are. I, I remember seeing about a bird that can cross the ocean, and I, I don't know. All Steve, right. I'd have to look it up. I have no idea. Kathy's but I don't know about the, the bird watcher of the show. <laughs> Nick, see if you can look up longest flying bird or something along those lines. It should be at the top of the Google searches today. Uh, Yes, it should. Everybody's talking about it. All right, this is... 7,500 miles for the uh, bar-tailed godwit. Without without stopping, without going to the bathroom. That says, without stopping, breaking, uh, the longest non-stop flight among birds known scientists. So then it possibly could. possible. All right, uh, this is a terrible story, but I I present it to you as a cautionary tale, okay? A Boy Scout from New Mexico has died after a camping incident over the weekend near the New Mexico-Colorado state line. Josh Miko, who was 17, was camping with other troop members 
when a snow cave collapsed and left him trapped. So this was a cave that they were digging. That you he got to watch it. Deputies responded to report about emergency incident. Authorities said the troop members were digging snow caves, a type of shelter dug into the snow to guard from wind and freezing temperatures when they found Miko buried under the snow. Uh, scouts and adult supervisors dug him out. Attempt to resuscitate him and transported him to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead upon arrival. I mean, I've dug those things before. All the time as a kid. They can give away, and it's dangerous. You should at least never, ever, ever do it alone. Hire a contractor. Do that. Yeah. Yeah, So just terrible news. All right, we'll move on to something lighter. Uh, Some people steal cars, and then some people steal floating tiki hut bars. (laughs) The U.S. Coast Guard crews from Station Key West have recovered a stolen tiki hut bar. They located the vessel near Hawks Channel and found the person on board showing signs of intoxication. There was a drunken pigeon on board. (laughs) He was taken into custody by Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission officials after being found slumped over the wheel of the Charter Tiki Hut. Was this guy's name Greg Monahan by any chance? Uh, Should be. Uh, The boat is owned by Cruisin' Tiki West, which offers the boats up for charters for uh, BYO booze cruises. That's so cool. They have these in Sea Isle now, and they're so funny to see the people go by on these little tiki cruises. It's amazing. Oh, my God. They have them in Wildwood as well. Oh, do they? Yes, they're awesome. Yeah, they're... they're I don't know about the ones in Sea Isle, but the ones in Wildwood are are basically their... um, Pontoon boats, yeah, with a tiki bar built on top of it. Do they go out? Are they on the bay? Or the they, bay. Yeah, yeah, on the bay. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Sense. They get up to like thirty-five knots, Preston. <laughs> yeah. uh, the company posted about the incident on Facebook, noting that uh, the squeaky tiki was returned with only only minimal damage. All right, this is a hero right here. Steve, you sent me this story. A quick-thinking Orlando waitress is being hailed as a hero after helping a boy escape from a possible abusive home. And this, there's some terrible details in yeah. this, so I'll throw in a lighter story after this. Uh, Flavine Carvalho said that she was working on her day off at uh, Mrs. Potato Restaurant in Florida when she noticed at one of her tables everyone got food except an 11-year-old boy. She said when she asked if something was wrong with the food, the stepfather, Timothy Wilson told her that the boy was going to eat dinner at home later. She said, I could see he had a big scratch between his eye- elbow- eyebrows. A couple of minutes later, I saw a bruise on the side of his eye, so I felt there was something really wrong. Uh, Carvalho said that she thought to herself she needed to do something. She said, I could not see that boy going away without help. So she used a handwritten sign to get the boy's attention. She wrote, do you need help? Okay. And then she stood bet- behind his parents so they couldn't see. After several attempts... Uh, attempts. Carvalho said that uh, he signaled yes, oh, and so she called the cops. She called Isn't that amazing? Uh, she said, I'm super concerned. I don't know what to do. Can you give me some advice? The boy is bruised, and he's not eating. The others are eating. So Wilson was arrested on one count of third-degree child abuse. Wilson was arrested a second time on January 6th and charged with multiple counts of aggravated child abuse and child neglect. Um, detectives interviewed the child's mother. She was arrested because she didn't do anything about right, right. the abuse that was going on. So they took him to get medical attention. Then when they went to the house, they discovered this kid was being tortured. Okay. Um, they said that uh, not only was he underweight for his age, but please uh, describe what he endured as torture. He would. Uh, they said uh, ratchet straps were tied around his ankles and neck. He was hung upside down from a door. He was hit with a wooden broom, handcuffed and tied to a large moving dolly. He also said he didn't eat on a regular basis as punishment. And it's a living hell. Yes. Yeah, so a living hell. He was forced to do planks for 30 minutes at a time. If he failed, he was beaten. This is just absolutely oh. hideous. So they took him, they took uh, the couple's four-year-old child away, <clears throat> and they are both arrested. And now they uh, <clears throat> a trust account has been created to support 
uh, the children involved in this. So this is why when you talk about having you know a second set or a third set of eyes on kids, you know, right like right now in this environment, it's so important. This waitress conceivably saved this kid's life. Absolutely, I think she most definitely did. All right, so we'll need a lighter story to more end pigeon stuff. Up with, <laughs> I don't have more pigeon stuff. Let's see. Oh, uh, how about this? A serial toilet thief has been caught in Japan. Police say 26-year-old Raisui uh, Takada is suspected of stealing a number of toilets from houses in Fatabashi City while they were under construction. Uh, police arrested him after he sold a brand-new toilet to a second-hand store in the city. Wow, that's a beaut. Uh, Takata worked as an office worker at one of the construction companies. Do, like a brand-new toilet. And uh, police say that he used his knowledge of the workers' schedules to sneak onto site and steal the toilets while workers took breaks. It's it's amazing what you can steal and then sell on the black market. He stole <laughs> 18 toilets, wow. by the way. Uh, local media, Mr. Flush. The local media d- uh, dubbed him the god of toilets. <laughs> Uh, he reportedly told local media that he had sold the toilets to cover his living expenses. And there you go. Because you just, like, rob a convenience store or something, I guess. That's what I had yeah. in the beef hop. All right, you got a little less than five minutes left to get on it and send in our special keyword for the hour for no sad dough. Style is the word, S-T-Y-L-E. So make sure that you text it, 45911, or go on the MMR app or go to WMMR.com. Maybe you'll win that 500 bucks. If not now, we do it again at 10. So get ready for that, too. Going to take a break. Be right back. Make sure you stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Stephen's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped twinkle twinkle roses here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive twinkle twinkle rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Stephen's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped twinkle twinkle roses here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive twinkle twinkle rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Coming up a little bit later on, Ross Matthews joining us. New season of RuPaul's Drag Race is on tonight, so we'll get to him in a little bit. But I, before we get to the weekend, need to clean out my junk drawer yeah. stuff. So let me dig in. It's a ton of crap in there. Some stories have added up this week. There you go, Peter the Monk. All right, let me dig in here and find a story. Okay, so I saw this. It's a TikTok trend. It's been popular for a couple of weeks. I normally do not care about stuff like this. That's and... the best course of action when it comes to TikTok trends. <laughs> yes, well, exactly. that's so funny because there was something on TikTok that I wanted to bring up to you guys and try. And I'm like, I don't know. They're probably not going to be into it because it's on TikTok. Well, if you like it, then you've already vetted it. We might it, consider it. Is it a like a, a, a group it's eating Tide Pods. It's not a group thing. It, it right. is a challenge of sorts. Like, it, So it's a challenge that supposedly females can do, males cannot. Oh, Oh, okay. Have I babies. Might try that out. Okay, Have babies. No, and it, it's it's easy. We can do it right here in the studio. All we need is a person, a wall, and a chair. 
Oh, I know oh, that one. Oh, that, yeah. we, we, okay. that one surfaces every once in a while. Where you lean over, you try to lift up the chair. Right, right. So can men not do it? You try to pick up the chair without your head hitting the wall? No, no, no. You put your head on the wall. Yeah. You can't pick up the chair. No, and then you pick up the chair, and then you can't stand. Males supposedly can't stand up from that position. Yeah, we've done it. We put that. We did that right in the studio. Yeah, yeah. And can you not do it? I forget. I don't remember. It really depends more on like strength and. Um, well, yeah, that's yeah, right. The core. I remember well, doing that in like elementary school. To be honest with oh, you. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to talk about this thing that is going on because I didn't know what this was, but Marissa got me an example. I'll play example if you don't know. But lately, sea shanties have been a thing on TikTok. Now, I love sea shanties. Sea shanties. <laughs> You know what they are? Yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're like a uh, song. Exactly. Songs. Yeah, yeah. And, and Steve did the arm yeah. motion, right? And which is exactly. Wait, what and we'll like, oh. gather around the wharf tonight and find a happy whale. Yeah. So oh, I thought it was a, like a house right on the. A shanty is a shanty right can be like a yeah. shack. Okay. Yes, but old-fashioned work songs that used to be sung by sailors on ships yeah. have been popular uh, for the past couple of weeks, and it began when a, a Scottish musician, a guy named Nathan Evans, recorded a video performing a 19th-century shanty called Wellerman, uh, and it went viral, and then TikTok users started duetting on his recording, doing the sea shanties of their own, and now it's kind of taken off. So I have an example of one that uh, that Marissa, I believe, uh, pulled up for me. Yeah, here we go. She had not been two weeks from shore, and down on her a right whale bore. The captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale and tow. Oh, yeah. So this started off as just one guy right. doing it, and then other people recorded their oh, harmonies oh, on cool. to it. Years ago, uh, early 90s, I purchased Sweatin' to the Shanties. <laughs> Sweatin' to the Shanties. And, <laughs> and sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. I, you know what? I yeah. don't hate this. I know. No, no, no. no. I, I don't hate this because... It's very... To me, it's very Celtic sounding. Steve, when we were in Ireland, yeah. mm-hmm. and you remember, right. when we were in Newcastle West, right. and we were broadcasting from this pub, they didn't have a sound system. Nope. They didn't have nothing. The people at the bar sang songs, and it was... Pretty damn cool. It was. Yep. You guys remember there was a stretch on whose line it is, is it anyway, where they would end the show with the shant- with the shanty, and everybody would have to. They were making it up. Yep. Yeah. It was improv, and so they would go yeah. down the line, and everybody would have a line to the shanty. But it was certainly at this pentameter and this type of singing. Mm-hmm. So there's a movie called Once, and uh, it's with this guy Glenn Hansard, and it's yeah. set in in Ireland. And there's just one scene in particular. Where uh, Glenn Hansard's character brings this girl, who I believe is from the Czech uh, Republic, and he brings her to this Irish bar. And these people, I mean, it, it basically it looks like somebody's kitchen. And they're just hanging out, and they're not only singing like this, but then, and I don't know if this is a thing or not, it seemed like they were making up a song as they were going along. They are improv Yeah. Give her drinks and lube her up and nail her back at home. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Steve, you used to do this thing that cracked me up, <laughs> and it, you would do the Irish accent, and, and, and it was like, oh, and we'll bang your wife until, you know. And, <laughs> and just, murder all your kids, yeah, this, we'll throw you off the roof tonight and blow up your house, okay? Yeah, just this horrible thing <laughs> yeah. going on in this wonderful little yeah. Oh, yeah, but it sounds melody. like, it sounds, everything yeah. sounds more wonderful that way. Yeah. Um, and we burned their bodies and killed their kids <laughs> and threw them off the roof. Yeah. So what I'm curious about, and obviously not right now because uh, things are the way they are, but are there any bars in Philly that yeah. are like that where people sing at Absolutely. the bar? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I, I have a couple of friends. In fact, um, uh, I was just talking about one of them uh, off air earlier today, and they're from like Donegal, uh, Ireland. And ah, Donegal. Ah, 
Great to be in Canada. Hertha, Hertha, Hertha. Is Swedish? Swedish. No, I was. I'm Dunko Swiss. So that's Switzerland. It's great to be in Sweden tonight to knock and back but you guys heard me say, yeah, kiss yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, the friend of theirs. So they are part of this, like, really um, thick Irish community here in the Philadelphia area. And there are places where they will all go. And, and so they're into the uh, the soccer leagues in, right. in uh, Europe and stuff like that. And they'll get up and they'll be in these pubs at, you know, 9 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, we're able yeah. to open a 25% <laughs> capacity. Marissa? Casey, all of that. Um, plus, there is a place called Fergie's. Um, it's okay. currently not open. As in Black Eyed Peas? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> As in uh, the uh, Irish. He, he's like right off the boat Irish. Love he's it. amazing. Love it. Um, and they have Irish nights. So I've been in there. They have great veggie food. And um, the, there's literally just five people sitting around. Around the table playing like all of the with an accordion. Uh, yes, yes. Tell yeah. me, sweetheart, where can you go for some good vegetarian food? <laughs> There's a place like that in uh, Doylestown. Okay, I think it's I want... called Mom's. Okay, it's uh, Mom they... upstairs. Well, yeah, and it is. Oh, I will up... bang your mom and kill your dad. <laughs> they pl- yeah, they go. They play upstairs. And finish on her back. Oh, oh Jesus! What? It's an old Irish shanty caddy. God Almighty! Finish. If you guys remember when Erin uh, McGarity, our old uh, intern and uh, assistant here, she yeah. married Sean. Uh, she first. married Sean and left him here, right? Or as I call and him, he finished first, so... on her back. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. What was the wedding night? <laughs> but I believe it was either their wedding night or whatever. But like all all of his oh, what, Irish Betty? lads, they all came over and they were singing together. And they had these these songs that they sing together. I guess they learn in you know um, secondary school or elementary school. But it's a thing that they do. It's a thing you do. It's yeah. a thing they do. Ah, hey so, Marissa, what's Schaefer's shanty? Schaefer shanty. Is that the one that we're playing? No, no, no! I don't. It's a bar in the bar. city. I didn't oh. know if maybe that familiar? was like one like a, a bar like that. <laughs> oh, I don't know that one. I'm gonna look uh-huh. it up. But the other ones I was thinking of were Tiernanog, which is uh, Tiernanog right is near, a classic. Um, Love Park. That's Tiernanog. Yeah. yeah, we know that. Yeah, uh, that Tiernanog. Yeah, Tiernanog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, been I haven't been there in a long time. I've been pretty drunk there. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I barely remember been. there. Is that yeah. the one where and I we'll on the use our fingers, we'll use our toes, and anything you want. What's that case? Uh, I um, was a good I night. ended up peeing on the bus tire. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, they, you... I couldn't find the bathroom, and we were doing wouldn't... we were doing a uh, a pub tour with Guinness. Oh, Declan! Oh, oh that, my Declan. god! Oh my god! Oh, you my that god. guy drink? Dude. The whole purpose oh, of man. these events, and people don't they may not remember, but the whole purpose it was like it was a night of just descent into mm-hmm. madness. Mm-hmm. And you guys all did those tours. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I don't drink, so I would be an unlikely candidate for so it. So we um, we had oh. such a crazy night that, Our, that I got The stories were amazing. Well, I got pulled into Bill's office that following Monday uh, and got a talking to about it. Because you was like, on the, I, no, on the because, bus? Well, well no, nobody knew about that. that. <laughs> Kathy beat me over the head with a purse uh-huh. at one point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not out of anger, but out of... Fun. Love, out of love. <laughs> out of love. It was a love beating. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed like to make we it doing to, Donegal. We were supposed to make the five bars that night. We, we, we made it. Did we? I don't no, know if I, we made it on air. Oh, five I didn't bars. make it to at the one, bar. At one of the bars, maybe it's Black Sheep. Yes. It was so bad. I remember And that. I was in such bad shape that I decided to leave and I went upstairs to a, because they have different rooms. Yeah. And I was like, I need to be by myself. I cannot <laughs> be with these people anymore because I am so hammered right now. I remember that night at Black Sheep and we were just all night long. Oh, let 
Yeah. <laughs> Remember when think, we used to get sloppy drunk? Yeah, and I think together. Pa- I think Paula was the sales rep, and she like cut us off and said, "Don't put them on the air." That's anymore. right. Yeah, like, yeah we, we were doing live hits. We weren't allowed on the air. It is now counterproductive. It's like feeling the fruits of life. But that guy. So you had you had you guys. Now you were there, and the whole idea was to create that atmosphere of imbibing and having fun. Then you had you had the rep Declan. Who is who is an, a complete enabler, a great guy, but yep. Jesus. Well, he's you also come, like come back with seven foot four. Like, yeah. You can't keep up with that guy. Something more happened. You, what did, you got pulled. You got into pregnant. Bill's, no, you got pulled into Bill's office, but I think we all did. Did was, we all? Okay, was it I just, just because of the excessive drinking? It was. Or? It was because of that. You know, like we didn't do anything that was like, oh my god, you guys are terrible people. Yeah. Oh, well, I we just there got was like something. No, it, we just it got, had. It had to have been because Paula told us to stop doing the call-ins. Oh, if okay. it was that bad, okay, then they, okay, that okay. that would have been a business problem, right, and right, Bill right, probably okay. would have called us in for that. Because so. you never, you're, you, you, at any point, you're teetering on the edge of the F word or something like oh, that. Yeah. You could yeah, be right. real problematic, <laughs> and you're just really yeah. sloppy on the air. So, all right. Anyway, so shanties. Here's another shanties. one for you, real quick. Here. One day I love this. They do stuff like that at the um, at the Renaissance Fair. Yes. <laughs> I had a job at a place called Murphy's Irish Pub in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, one of the best jobs I've ever had. And the only reason I bring it up is that I know that some listeners have also been there. And, Steve, if you like that vibe, if yeah. you like the Irish bar vibe, it's on King Street in Alexandria. It's still there. If you're ever in Alexandria and this is the type of pub that you're interested in, in um, they going do shanties to, there? Oh, my God. They they would have, like, the this type of music every Friday and Saturday night. You worked at CBS. Awesome. Did they do it there as well? They didn't do it at CBS. And um, you'll find it pens in Nile 5. <laughs> <laughs> We did have to clean up shampoo from time to time. Oh, well, that's the same really? thing. Less festive, yeah. <laughs> all right, sea shanties, all the rage. Go uh, go have at it. Let me, see. Right. Let me see what else I got here. Saw a story that um, there is something you didn't consider about uh, the pandemic that is causing an issue, a health issue. Uh, there are more broken toes in the past year than there have been in the past. All right. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to hypothesize why this might be the case. I think maybe more people are more casual footwear around the house. Yeah, exactly. So uh, multiple podiatrists told the Washington Post they've seen a considerable uptick in toe breaks since the pandemic began. Huh. Uh, podiatrist uh, Ben Pearl tells the paper the short reason is that with the pandemic, people are spending more time at home. And it makes sense most people don't wear shoes around their own home, making them more prone to injury. Ah, you'll break your toes. I'll work in a toe, and I'll finish on your back. Uh, upping the risk of being going. Right? Uh, <laughs> it's like she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's just the, the back, refrain. Back, back. Yeah. Uh, upping the risk of broken toes is the fact that many of us have rearranged our living spaces. There you go. To accommodate working from home or schooling kids at home and so on. And people are drinking more, too. <laughs> There's an exceptional pain to that errant toe that gets whipped in the wrong direction or you stub it. It just... Yeah. I, usually... The the most pain I get is the pinky toe uh, when I, when I hit when I hit that thing. I wailed oh, mine the other God. night, and I, I if I had had I, I you, you you just lose all control of your body. So I just I would have vomited. I would anything <laughs> if I had food in my mouth, or I would have you know if I was holding a thing of nitroglycerin, I would have dropped it. It doesn't matter. The pain just overrides everything. Yep. So fortunately, um, it doesn't last all that long. It's not like getting 
you know, kicked in the nuts or something. Right. Yeah. But if you break it, and then them walking becomes an issue. So if you actually break it, have you broken a sucks. toe recently? Uh, no. And I, um, I don't think I ever have. I, I have where they were like, look, there's nothing you can do. Just tape the two yeah, together. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to kill you. And yeah. Then, now we're gonna have to kill <laughs> you. Kill you. Uh, and finish on my back. <laughs> uh, but they, yeah, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. You just try to stay off your foot. But it's, it's never gotten so bad where I needed like a boot or anything along those yeah. lines. Uh, here, a text says, uh, I've never broken a bone until this year, and I broke two toes in two months. There you oh, go. Man. There you go. So that might be it's part probably of it. it. Yep. So uh, be careful. All right, let me see what else. <laughs> um, we, we talked about uh, Cameo before. Yes. Uh, and, you know, you can do birthday wishes and hellos and stuff like that. Hi, but this is Liam Neeson. Oh. I understand, Jimmy, that it's your eighth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know it's a hard world out there. Well, apparently now the trend is to get the celebrity to break up your relationship for you. <laughs> wow. And, and some people have been doing a lot of them. Um, Sugar Ray singer Mark McGrath yeah. has been a popular choice for Cameo users looking to pass their breakup responsibilities on to him. Well, he had one that had been requested and it went viral and a lot of people were talking about it. So I guess he immediately earned yep. that status. Yep. By the way, he's had a lot of work done on his face. Has he? A lot well, of work. It was a good-looking guy. Very good-looking guy, which is probably why he's had a lot he of good and a lot of work. Yeah. See, with me, it's like, who cares? Um, so he had said, I, you know, I've been doing these for fun. I wouldn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, but Matt, even Matthew Perry says that he'll deliver any kind of messages, and he has done uh, breakup videos as well. So, oh, well, right. it's kind of sad, though. Like, yeah. then what if I the know. person likes that celebrity, and now they've just ruined their life? Well, maybe it might be be a little bit of a buffer if you happen to, if someone you like is telling you and, and giving you words of encouragement. It's but how it would depend on what type of breakup. How much, yeah, how bad of a breakup can it be if you're that hiring you're, a celebrity? That you're hiring a celebrity yeah. to do it. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't, okay. I don't think it's you know something I mean? Nicole Brown Simpson would have done. You know, like, so I, I think it, well, yeah, it, I if it's more volatile, no. But I think if it's a, hey, we know this is over, you could have fun with this. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't think a divorce would be the right thing. Yeah. You know? No. Hey, and, honey. And kids and everything. And, yeah. Maybe, like, I would say, like, a year and under. You've been dating for In a, a year yeah. or under. Okay. Anything over, you you can't hire a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's been the latest, and, and a lot of people are up for it. You guys ever do a cameo? Steve uh, I mean, has. Uh, hire yeah. one. Yep. Uh, I did with Kevin Sorbo, because my wife loves, yeah. loves the show Hercules and always had a crush on him. And he did it, and he did a great job, and he talked for a while. I did one. It's not. It wasn't a cameo. It was the mus- musical one that I did for my uh, brother. For- this is Ian McCarran. <laughs> Kathy Romano wants to let you know she wishes you'd stop parking in her spot. <laughs> it's my spot! <laughs> I love that it's my spot now. <laughs> She's very upset with you. Wishes you'd have a little more consideration. <laughs> what did you, you did a musical one? Yeah. So the um, there's a backup singer slash trumpet player for Trey's band. Uh, oh, yeah, Jennifer Hartsbrook. Yeah, and, yeah. And so you know she ended up singing a song for my brother. But um, I wanted to do one for my daughter for her birthday, and, but. You know, you go through and it's like, all right, well, this person's too expensive. And then this person is not as expensive, but do they, you know, are they as important? Like, I don't know how much a Mark McGrath would cost. Yeah. Uh, you can pro- you can probably get, uh, like, four Mark McGraths for a Pat Sajak. <laughs> we should do our own cameos. How much would we be worth? So, um... Thousand dollars. <laughs> so they, you can you can have longer chats, by the way. So oh, really? um, yeah. So like for example, Mark McGrath is ninety bucks right now. I think okay. it says. So, but if you do extend it, you can ask for um, 
I just asked for the bare bones minimum. Yeah. I mean, because my, my wife is always crushed on Sorbo, so I said, you know, and I told him that in the little description, and he couldn't have been better and talked for a while, you know? Uh, I've yeah. There's a couple like I, I'm one of my, my best friend. I want to say when his birthday's coming up in a couple of months, but I can't think because like the movie lines that we throw at each other, yeah, yeah. are really offbeat, obscure right. people who didn't even really have a career. No, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't find anyone. I doubt would, Tom Cruise is doing them. That would make sense. So I just Tom Cruise. You can't handle the truth, but <laughs> apparently you can handle a lot. Billy says thanks for last night. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you uh, yeah. can handle a lot. All right, so they have <laughs> categories. I wonder if there's a categories of, like, 80s movies. Uh, oh, probably. You know? This uh, is Pope Francis. Noah, that's amazeballs. What you did for those children was totally amazeballs. <laughs> Our friend Kate Flannery does them. Yeah, she, yeah, there you go. Kate Flannery does them, and uh, oh. so there's so many Office fans out there, and I know other people on the oh. Office have done it, too. Like, I can uh, make a mint. Oscar and uh, a few others from that show, yeah. yeah and, not- and some people, I, I, we joke, and we'll diminute it as far as its, it's deal, but if you're a fan... That's an awesome thing. I, for I, sure. I don't know all the characters on The Office, but the kind of larger, bald guy. Oh, uh, Kevin. He has made a career yeah. out of Cameo. He's like yeah. one of the most popular Cameo guys out there, so, from what I hear. Preston, Kate Flannery's getting, t- you can get two Mark McGraths for Kate Flannery. Okay. All right, Press, here we go. For I just typed in 80s. You got a couple of here. They're, um, Lisa Lisa, it's her birthday today. Ooh. Debbie Gibson is available. Ooh. That's not bad. Uh, as well, Hasselhoff is five hundred bucks. Let's order wow. one right now. Boy George, Tone Loke. How much is Boy George? Uh, Boy George is three hundred bucks. Tone Loke no. is two hundred bucks. Sebastian Bach. Eat me, dude. What? Billy D. Williams. Billy How D. much? Mm. Three hundred bucks. Oh. Shaka Khan is six hundred bucks. Oh, it's another birthday boy, Mario Van Peebles. Oh. People's is people. <laughs> yeah, he's a hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, you got a right. uh, Tiffany's a hundred bucks. How much Santa? Time get, how much time do you get with these guys when you do it? So bucks, that's uh, it? they did. Sorbo did about a, a minute plus, oh, a minute and a half. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's longer than I thought. I was yeah. thinking thirty seconds. Mm. Okay. Interesting. All right. So breakups are the latest thing, by the way, huh. uh, in Canada. Uh, Amazon Prime. Yes, uh, it's you a, ever, a service. You ever tried to cancel it? I heard this. Apparently, it's next to impossible to cancel it. And uh, consumer watchdogs in both the U.S. and Europe have now filed complaints saying that Amazon, in fact, makes it too difficult to do. Yeah, like uh-huh. so much so that they're like they're looking into this to try to help consumers yeah. who are just trying to not be Amazon Prime. Wait a second, you, you're suggesting that one of the most powerful companies on earth has made it difficult to cancel? The Norwegian Consumer Council charges that there is a, quote, deliberate attempt to confuse and frustrate customers looking to cancel Prime, saying that users have to go to the right section of Amazon's website and then click and scroll through six separate web pages. Mm. Each page has warning symbols that are trying to get users to keep their membership. Uh, the report states throughout the process, Amazon manipulates users through wording and graphic design, making the process needlessly difficult and frustrating to understand. Amazon Plim. So they, they, they had little distractions to throw you off. You remember years ago when everyone was freaking out? And it was never addressed about how they call data on people who use the services. And, you know, that, that kind of, that whole thing kind of went away. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, it doesn't shock me that they make it difficult to discontinue yeah. the service. There's a lot that 
the service brings, honestly, for the yeah. for the price. I mean, it, it, it's... Yeah, no, but if you don't want to pay anymore, you, don't, hey, you should mean, be able you to stop be, it. They should make it easy for you it, to, it, to get out. What kills me is that they totally 180 their old policies as far as returning and everything else. Now it's incredibly easy to get something returned or... or uh, Greg Monahan and our, our graphics guy said he had something that didn't arrive to his house. He didn't even have to provide any proof. He, they just sent out another one. So they do that. Yeah. So, but I mean, to make it I just, this I many like, steps yeah. is, is a kind of a crappy move. I don't like anything that's not easy to cancel. If you don't want it yep. anymore, yeah. Yeah. you, the person who's paying for it, Correct. You should, like the TV subscriptions, they're pretty easy. You don't want to pay anymore. It says end subscription and it ends in whatever it is, the 30 days from when you ended or, or okay. you know, however. So like that's, it, it's simple. It's easy. You want to re-up, you sign back in. Amazon's like uh, Ray Liotta in, in Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. F you, where's my money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you were to just... Cancel whatever credit card you have assigned to Amazon. Then that's yeah. Isn't that the an easy you way to do just that. do that? Yeah, but then you got to cancel mm-hmm. everything else attached to your credit card. It'd be easier to just cancel your Prime membership or, if you didn't want it. Uh, adopt an entirely new persona and change all your documentation and flee. My mom had we. This was years ago when uh, you know catalogs were a little more popular than yeah. they are now. And my mom was getting the Victoria's Secret catalog. I used oh, to order bathing suits and stuff. Your yeah. your mom must have freaked. Well, so so I mean, she didn't because I would yeah. order clothes and bathing suits okay. from there all the time. However, it started to get very. Um, it, it was like provocative almost yeah. some of the covers and and some of the the content. And my brother's eleven years younger than me, so she was like, "Okay, we're done with this." She could. Not mm-hmm. cancel the subscription. It kept coming to the house. And so did your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not my little one. Maybe oh, my middle sorry. one. But yes, <laughs> hi, my slut daughter orders your catalog. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, so listen, so much yeah. so that that she had to get on the phone with a representative and was got into an argument with them wow. about canceling it because they they were basically refusing to cancel. They said, "Well, just throw it out if you don't want it." She said, "No, stop I, sending it I to my house." I don't want it coming to the house. There used to be a catalog that I don't know what you would order. Uh, I ordered. There used to be like a like a, 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 a quasi men's magazine called Argosy, but it was really not like a Max or anything. It was more like pop culture stuff of the time. And 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 I after I ordered that, the Adam and Eve catalog started coming to the house. Huh. And it's like nothing I ever you know at that point you would you would you would have you know oh, what do, what do people think of me? But it, it would show up at the house, and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I never asked for this. I know. I know. Well, it's akin to the uh the way they track your uh your surfing oh, yeah. online. Oh yeah. And they start sending you ads on websites and you're like, I was just thinking about getting that. How did they How know? did they do that? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. uh so the watchdogs are looking into it. Amazon says actually it's qu- quite easy to cancel, whether through a few few clicks online, a quick phone call, or turning off auto renew in the membership options. So Seven they, quick steps in a semen sample, and it's over. They want to make sure that, uh, that it's Take easy. the one off my back. Uh, <laughs> let me look in here and see what else I got. Ben & Jerry's has two new flavors, but this time the flavors are for dogs. Uh, the new ice cream treats called uh, that are branded as doggy desserts have a sunflower butter base and are available in either single servings or four-count packs. Do your dogs like ice cream? We have given them the little ice cream treats mm-hmm. uh, before, and they'll eat part of it, um, but they don't uh, go crazy for it. Chelsea, well, you can't give chocolate to a dog, but I'll, I'll give, like, vanilla and, like, soft vanilla, and we would go to the ice cream stand, which does not exist anymore on uh, on uh, uh, Germantown Avenue, 
And uh, the, the, they, they used to call them uh, bark cups or something like that. Yeah. And they put the little ice cream with the little dog bone in it and everything. And, and But she loves it. You know, and she she even loves the, the the brands that are made specifically for dogs. Well, that's yeah, that's what yeah, I was talking yeah. about. That's what we would give, yeah, and, yeah. and they they they'd go at it for a little bit, but they right. kind of get bored with it. But um, I'll try these out. Um, uh, Lindsay Bumps, who is um, the global marketing specialist for Ben and Jerry, said that uh, we know our fans love their dogs, and we treat them like family. We created this product line so pups can enjoy something even better than belly rubs. Doggy desserts are uh, the sweetest treat they'll ever put their paws on. You know, you want to try it. Just uh, seriously. <laughs> The Ponches Mix flavor is a peanut butter and pretzel swirl, mm. uh, while Rosie's Batch offers a pumpkin and mini cookies flavoring. So yes. Ponches was designed by Eric Estrada? I guess so. <laughs> no, Ponches spelled P-O-N-T-C-H. Oh. So I'm assuming maybe it's somebody's dogs okay. that so they named them after, Ponch and Rosie. Punch, uh, p- pumpkin's good for uh, dogs' stomachs. Like, so if yes, your dog has uh, like diarrhea or whatever, yeah. if you give it some pumpkin... Uh, it it you because know, I had to go through that with my dog. It almost sounded like you said, almost sounded like you said diarrhea. <laughs> Might have. It would work out. Diarrhea. Uh, so the inspiration for the new product line came from uh, two dogs that worked in the Ben and Jerry's headquarters. There you go. So that's where they have to. Uh, they were in HR. Uh, the release of these flavors also comes with new merchandise, including a tie dye leash and plush cone. Both are made with eco friendly materials. I uh, give my dog peanut butter. Uh, Insert joke here if you want. No, uh, no, no. no. But, uh, I, <laughs> you just I, put it on the tip of your junk. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, last, we're not going to joke. Last, <laughs> last night, I had it on the tip of my finger, uh, and I go, here you go, buddy. And I, I don't know why I expected him to lick it off, but he bit my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I did a test run. <laughs> here you go, buddy, some peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Given, given the opportunity and the necessity, your dog will eat you if it yeah, has probably. <laughs> so. How many stories have they had where the old cat lady dies and yeah. then they, they, they yeah, go there and they, they find them. the cats? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, they were starving. You should have left us out more food. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's see what else we got. Last story case? Yeah, I think so. All right, so uh, this is a little bit offbeat, but the Tower of London, we visited that when yes. we went to uh, England a couple of years ago. Uh, the Tower of London's Queen Raven is missing and feared dead, according to the uh, staff at no. the fortress. So apparently ah! they they keep this flock of ravens there. And I remember being there and saying, they're huge. They're, they're these big black birds. I remember seeing them. Yeah, yeah. I just thought they were, that's why they just kind of, you know, flew in and hung out. But apparently they... They have a. They uh, cultivate them. Yeah, they. They. Uh, I was going to say they grow them there. <laughs> they grow them there. But they. Do you have uh, any of those crow them. seeds? Mm. Uh, the tower usually has six ravens at any time, and according to legend, if they ever leave, then both the fortress and the kingdom will fall. Ravens. Uh, there are currently seven. One, in... two, three, four, five, six. Ah! There are seven in residence. A spokesman said Marlena's continued absence indicates to us that she may have sadly passed away. So that's Marlena. She is the the queen. This is great dress for us as Marlena's gone missing. As you know, the legend of the kingdom will fall if you do not have seven crows present at all So it is now that I must inform the best. Thank you. We need a different spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> Who hired him? Yeah, time to retire, bro. <laughs> it's always some guy with big mutton chops. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. Can we get a young guy over there? <laughs> I'm 27. <laughs> Taking care of these birds will age uh, He added, Merlina was our undisputed ruler of the roost, queen of the Tower Ravens. She will be greatly missed by her fellow ravens, the Raven Master, and all of us here in the Tower community. But if you know Merlina, you know that's so raven. <laughs> I believe the people that work at the tower, I think they volunteer. I think they, uh, I, 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 I want to say I'm I remember sure. reading that. Uh, it was great. I really enjoyed going I'm a complete there. anglophile when it comes to this stuff. The royal family, the tower, you know, even watching The Crown is so much fun. Oh. It, 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 listen, um, some people don't get it. I love it. It's a dated concept, but it's pretty cool. That There's nothing wrong with that yeah. and embracing that and keeping that going. Yeah. Yeah, there are touristy spots in London that you'd think maybe are a little cheesy or whatever. This was not. I, I really enjoyed that tour, and um, I'd go back. And I, the Crown Jewels are there. It was really cool. By the way, if you do want to see the Crown Jewels, my only one-time visit there, my recommendation, we got as soon as it opened, and it was the first place we went, and there was nobody there. And apparently oh, the line. You're putting on the Crown. We yeah. looked at out in front of where the Crown Jewels are. Uh, is one of those back and forth switchback uh, yeah. weight line things, and you know you could just by w- walking through that we're like, okay, this could take forever on a busy day, uh, but we got right in. It was very impressive. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the uh, Raven Master Christopher Scaife said that he would be taking some time to mourn Merlina. Uh, Tower staff added that they had no immediate plans to replace her. And uh, Charles is believed to Charles is believed to have been the uh, first monarch to officially decree that the birds must be kept at the tower at all times. So one of them's gone. Oh. And uh, oh, oh, apparently when numbers fell to just a single Raven guard, Winston Churchill had ordered that the flock, which is known as an unkindness, that's a that's a flock of ravens, an unkindness. Yes, wow. uh, was increased to at least six. In we like uh, to grease the flock. Yes, in uh, 2018, the tower launched Get the flock out of here. A raven breeding, course, quoting lethal weapon, true. Uh, after his story, <laughs> of course, yes. What did the shepherd say? To the other shepherd, Winston Churchill, was, was a, a visionary. That was was it? Fir- okay. That was in the first one, Winston. I'm sorry. I will have to. <laughs> Throw that at you. But anyhow, uh, it was becoming increasingly difficult to source the birds. So, all right. And that's all I have time for, I guess, in my uh, thing that I just did. What was it? The junk drawer. <laughs> uh, junk drawer. And that, uh, that wraps up tonight's thing that I just said. I'm yes. Tom Brokaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the news. Yes, the news, of course. All right. Uh, oh, see, I was confused. I was looking at this phone line. I yeah. saw a name up here, and I didn't know what was going on, and that's why I forgot what the name of the junk drawer was. <laughs> but I know this name. This is Josh. Josh, good morning. Morning, Preston. How you doing, man? I'm good. You a happy boy? Oh, you know I am. <laughs> Tell the Delaware Valley why, please. Uh, Delaware Valley, I just won $500. Listen to the Preston and Steve. Oh! How about that? Another winner. That's awesome, Josh. Uh, you got any plans for the weekend? Uh, as of right now, no. Maybe I'll hit my friends up. Uh, we'll see. All yes. Right. Well, you... I'm working all weekend, so maybe uh, when I get off, we'll see. Well, you got 500 extra bucks, so do, do with that what you will. Where are you from, Josh? Uh, I'm from Springfield, currently in Glen Mills right now. There you go, Case. He's a Delco boy through and through. Excellent. Josh, we're really happy for you, man. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and congratulations. Thanks, but all of you, thanks. You got it. All right, let's hear for Josh. Winner of the No Sad Dough. We are almost exactly one hour from your next chance to win that money as well. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Up next will be Ross Matthews. You know what? Hey, as, as we take a break, 
Let me give another one of these away because we do have our friends from the Philly Tap and Tavern here at Harris. Uh, and we will give you a $25 gift card. Call number 17 at 215-263-WMMR. Of course, it's cold outside, but not at Harrods. It's hot. Uh, Harrods Philadelphia just opened at Philly Tap and Tavern with fantastic food and drink. Only steps from the casino action. Call us 17. We set you up. We'll be right back. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR, and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise, we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. Our next guest is on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Uh, you can find it Fridays, VH1, VH1 at 8 p.m. And, of course, you knew him for years with the uh, Jay Leno, Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Celebrity Fit Club. Even put our own Casey boy here on the Tonight That's Show right. one time. I have yeah. a little clip to play before we go. This is just a short little clip of when he put Casey on at an Eagles game. So you guys come and have a tail party? Absolutely. Every... Wait. No. No, no, no. Tailgated. Tailgated. All right. My mistake. It's okay. <laughs> so, it was awesome. He was so, so cool seeing Casey on the Tonight yeah, Show. Yeah, it was great. Uh, please welcome Ross Matthews yeah. to the show. Hey, Ross. How... It's so great to talk to you. I and mean, you guys tweeted that I was coming on, and you tweeted out that clip, and I actually got to watch it for the first time since, what well, has, has it been like 15 years? It has to be. Yeah, it was 2006. Day. Oh, my God. How is that humanly possible? Well, hi. Great to talk to you again. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, I have to say, I saw a picture of you recently. I forgot how much weight you lost. You've kept it off. You look You look great. Well, well I always say I could be a weight detective because whenever I lose it, I can always find it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those two. <laughs> Up and down and up and down. But, you know, in COVID, I decided to really get it together. I didn't want to lose time. I wanted to gain health. So, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I look pretty good. I, I don't know if it looks great under the clothes, but with clothes on, I look pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, you listen, we can, we can all say that. I, wa- I wanted to uh, ask you because the RuPaul's Drag Race, I mean, Emmy Award winning constantly, does great. 13 seasons, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. it, I mean, what would you attribute the success of the show to? What at the core for you, you know, you're joining, you're as a, as a judge now, um, what, 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 why does it work for so many people? Well, listen, I'll tell you, I know it started as a sort of niche show, and a lot of people thought, that's not for me, you yeah. know. And in the 13 seasons, what has happened, I think, is the culture has shifted, and the show has remained consistent, and somewhere along the way they caught up. And we have uh, people watching the show who you'd never think would be watching. You know, I'll go through an airport and a, a big, you know, guy with a Harley jacket will stop me and be like, hey, I love Shangela. She's my favorite queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of the day, if you watch it, it is really just about heart. The show is hilarious. It's bright. It's colorful. But it's just really about people finding their voice, finding who they are, finding their path in life. And that is universal. And I think that's why it resonates. You notice it's funny because the, the, the drag community and drag as an art form and as an entertainment form has been around for so long. Oh, yeah. It seemed to have a little bit more, I don't know, while things maybe took a little bit longer to be accepted, you know, like the, 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 and the drag performers in Las Vegas, you know, the, the, the guy, I forget the guy's name is legendary, who would do the, the Joan Rivers and all that stuff. Frank Marino. There you go. Always, always, you know, there was always sort of an acceptance for that. So this is this is a classic form of art and entertainment. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, if you really want to go there, I mean, let's go back to Shakespearean time yeah. when yeah. Uh, women couldn't be in theater, so men played women's roles. Right. And in, 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 since the beginning of art, it's been a thing. Now, I will tell you, these drag queens are the fiercest artists you've ever met in your life. <laughs> I think that's... That's another reason why we don't get a lot of flack is because people are just petrified of drag queens, and you should be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it, it's funny. We there, there's a, a, a we have been um, we we had the uh, 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 there's a thing that occurs in Philadelphia out of COVID times. It's it's gay bingo, and and uh, so you'll have a lot of um, and we've been and we've been honorary. Yeah, um, they have the 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 BVDs, the Bingo Verifying Divas on roller skates, who are all in <laughs> drag, and they're just a blast. And we've been honored at this event before for supporting. It. I love it, but you get you get in heels, and you the, the, these are some very uh, big people <laughs> with heels and roller skates. Yep. You're right; it can be very intimidating. It can, uh, and and but I, that's why I love drag too, because there's no way to do it. It's like, what is drag to you? How do you do it? This year on the show, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season 13, which airs Friday night at eight on VH1, we have our first, uh, not our first transgender queen, but our first. Uh, uh, she, she was born female, transitioned to male, and now does drag. And you think about, we're telling that story. And, by the way, happens to be a fierce drag queen and an amazing person. But think about that story we're telling, you know. And that is the way that he does drag. And so there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just about what's your path, what's your way. And we're telling incredible stories on this show. You know, and I have to say, honestly, with RuPaul, um, you know, and I, 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 I mean this as a complimentary thing, and I see a lot of these uh, performers, there is some quality level tucking going on there that, you know, like, I, <laughs> it, it's just amazing. I, you know what? I know, I know a thing or two about the situation down there <laughs> and I don't exactly know how it's done. Right. So thank you. Thank you. Because I, I'm th- am I the only one who doesn't know where that's going? <laughs> I wonder if half of your audience is Googling what to talk to you. Hey, Ross, speaking of, of RuPaul, how, how close have you two uh, grown since uh, your relationship? Well, you know, I, I I was a fan of RuPaul back since Kavagarl. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I was living in a farm town in Washington State growing up in high school, you know, never thinking I would get to know Ru. And now, uh, you know, you think about Rue's success. The, really, the the, ma- the first major drag mainstream breakout star, mm-hmm. uh, star of music, television, and, and um, the fact that Rue's brought me on the platform and sort of said, "This thing is a is a hit and rock join." I've been on for eight years now. Wow. Yeah. Um, it means a lot. It means a lot because it's, you know, I've been on television. This is going on twenty years. I started in two thousand one on the Tonight Show, and the fact that I've had this longevity. Is due to a lot of people, icons like Jay Leno and Chelsea Handler and, and, and RuPaul, who have given me uh, a chance. Now I'm on the Drew Barrymore show every day here uh, in, in New York now doing that show. And, um, and it's because people like that who have, have their own platform have taken me along their journey. Well, you, you also are in a very rare and I think very uh, special group of performers, those who have been on Mike Tyson Mysteries. So, uh, which is, I think, one of the most hilarious animated shows that's ever been on. Uh, what was your What was your experience with that? Well, they asked me, "Do you want to be?" We we've written a script, and you're in there, and um, we, you know, you'll play yourself in a cartoon version of you. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so really, the, the way it works is, I went into a studio on a Tuesday in Burbank and recorded some lines, and then kind of forgot about it. Yeah. 
<laughs> the show the show is so savagely incorrect and that's what makes it wonderful and it, it has kind of achieved this legend uh and i mean even though you know it's just a limited amount of episodes it's do you i mean is there a fan base that knows you exclusively because of that completely yeah. you know it, it's so weird in my career i i kind of just say yes to a lot of things because i'm just so thrilled to be here so like i've done my Tyson's mystery or i was on days of our lives yeah for like 20 some episodes because they taped down the hall from the tonight show and so there's these weird pockets of fandom <laughs> from like soap opera fans or mike tyson fans drag race fans know who i am it's very interesting that's oh, great that's now you oh, okay nick i'm sorry i was just going to ask ross um i i think that uh, drag queens have the best names on the planet and <laughs> one of my personal favorites is, is shangela's can you share with the audience shangela's middle name um oh uh oh know- god long thing. Shangela Laquisha, there's something that, what, what is it? Not Laquisha, uh, Laquifa. Laquifa. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if we could say it on the radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We're, we're, oh, we're big fans yeah. of the Queef. That's so, yeah. fantastic. Have you thought if you guys had a drag name, what it would be? Oh, man. No, yeah. but we need to kick that around. I was looking at some, and there's one, and I can't say this on the air, is Alaska Thunder F. <laughs> which is outstanding. <laughs> well, we have some local, like, uh, like uh, Carlotta Tendon. Carlotta, Carlotta Tendon, Tendon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a yeah. few, but I, no, that's something that we do need to kick around. I think we need to definitely have yeah. our drag names. Yeah. Maybe you let the, the listeners call in with suggestions. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, Ross, it is great to talk to you. Continue this success, the Drag Race Season 13, Fridays, VH1, 8 p.m. Make sure you check it out. And come back to Philadelphia when all this craziness ends, okay? I promise I'll come back for an Eagles game, even though, you know, my beloved Seahawks uh, <laughs> go forward in the playoffs. So I don't want to bring it up. All, all right, right, all right, we got it, we got it. Thank you. Ross, guys, yeah. here for Ross Matthews. Uh, I love it, love it. <laughs> um, you know what? We have uh, a lot of stuff that we had should have given away Yeah. yeah. Uh, during this week, and we need to do a contest, and we have not discussed what kind of contest we want to do at all. Well, what are you feeling? We talked last case. Yeah. It's I don't know if we're the only contest. fans of yes or no. <laughs> you want to do yes or no? I'm Dude, a fan of it. I, I have. Oh, did you write him down? Uh, he's ready. I have had my yes or no <laughs> oh, God. Uh, flashcards for months okay. now. Okay, let's okay. do it. For those who don't know, give me some game show music. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Team. For the, now, We do? Yes. We have a yes or no yes. theme? I did not know that. Okay, all right. So, oh, my God, we do. <laughs> okay. Let's play it, and all then right, I'll here. explain how the game right. works. Here we go. Hit it, Case. It's time once again to play Yes or No. Yes or No. Two answers as old as time itself. A game primal and raw. Simple and to the chase. Two options. Two answers. Big, Big prizes. <laughs> or sometimes smaller, less impressive prizes. <laughs> But always prizes of some sort. And now, for the game that is the perfect out when we really can't think of anything else to do. <laughs> yes or no. And All right. now, here's your host, oh. Preston Elliott. Oh, my God. I, I totally do not remember that we had that at all. By the way... The voice on that is our former intern, Max Walker, yeah. who now is one of the voices on our sister station, Ben FM. Very proud of him. He's great. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's stupid simple. It's when we have a lot of prizes that we forgot to give away, and we need to give them away quickly. So you call up. You get partnered up with a member of the Preston and Steve show. Yeah. 
we have chosen and written down on a piece of paper either the word yes or the word no. Right. You have to guess what we've written down. If you get it right, you get a prize. If you get it wrong, so long. That's all there is to it. Simple. 215-263-WMMR is the number. So, Connor, uh, put some people on hold for me, please. And we can get this game underway. We have a few different prizes yeah. uh, that we will unload. Are we giving them away randomly, Case? How you want to do it? Well, or? usually what we like to do is, uh, you know, while we are talking to our contestants on the phone, we'll, we'll give them a, a choice. And if I can accommodate their choices, I will. Okay. But uh, And I will tell you, I have six of these to give away. And that is uh, Fandango Now rental code for... Um, the movie News of the World with Tom Hanks. Oh, that's, that's that Paul Greengrass movie. Going to be a, a major Oscar contender. Yeah. I believe I have six of those to give away. Right. I also have ten video-on-demand rental codes for the movie Fatal, starring starring Hilary Swank. It's another big one. Yep, yep. And then I just have two of these left. They are $25 gift cards for Philly Tap and Tavern at Harris, Philadelphia. All right. So that's what I have to give away. I will try to accommodate. Movies and food. Yep. All right. Uh, we got Foods and food. I got a text here. It says, yes and no is the worst game in the history of radio. Oh, shut up. So thank you. Uh, uh, but you do have your, your, you've got solid odds at winning. Yeah. Well, 50-50 odds. 50 is pretty good. good uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. So uh, let's begin. And uh, i tell you what. I'll start, yeah. and then we'll go around the room here right. in uh, clockwise, or we'll go clockwise around the room. So I'm going to go to uh, Jay. Hey, Jay, good morning, sir. Snarf, snarf, snarf. All right, Jay. I've written down a word. Do me a favor. What do you think? Yes or no? Uh, yes. That's right. You won. We got a winner. Casey, what does Jay win? Jay, for you, we have a $25 gift card for Philly Tap and Tavern at Harris, Philadelphia. Thanks to Harris Philly for sending in food this morning from their new restaurant. Today, Philly Tap and Tavern offers a new spin on a fan favorite, bringing an exciting take on bold Philly flavors. Now, we only have one of those left, guys. Did did you pay attention to how he played that game? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Whoever's coming up next, try to replicate that. How did he play that game? He guessed yes or no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait a sec. I wasn't paying attention. What did he do? Sorry, you missed it, man. Let me go to Eric next. Hey, Eric, good morning. Good morning. All right, Eric, we're going to partner you up with uh, Steve. You ready? Okay. Okay. All right. Am I holding Oh, up? I'm sorry. I meant Nick. I'm sorry. I oh, meant, okay. We, oh, we need to go. Oh, yeah, I think that's the way to go. I was throwing off. I, I was looking at yeah. Nick when I said yeah. Steve. Yeah. I don't right. know. Why? I wish Nick was Steve. <laughs> but Steve wasn't ready. All right, they Nick. Look a lot of, they look a lot alike. They yeah. do. Okay. Eric, all right, all right, okay, Eric, are you ready? Yes. Yes or no? Yes. Or no. Yes. He's right! Yeah! Two! Good work. Good work. Jesus. Total exclamation. Somebody must have figured this game out. (laughs) What do we have for Well, this is great news for Eric and uh, bad news for the rest of the world. Um, We have a $25 gift card. It is our final $25 gift card for Philly Tap and Tavern at Harris, Philadelphia. Baby, it's cold outside, but not at Harris. Harris, Philadelphia just opened Philly Tap and Tavern with fantastic food and drink only steps from the casino action. You can check it all out at harrisphilly.com. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to go to our next caller and get them on the line ready to play yes or no. It's uh, Bobby. 
Oh, why is that so quiet? Hold on a second here. I got to have Bobby louder than that. Hang on a second. Here. Let me try that again. Oh, oh you know why? Because I've, I've got two things running here, at the same let, time. Here, here, here. I'm going to turn them both off. Okay. Let me do there this you. one more time. We have... There you there we go. go. All, right, All right, now, music again, please. And we are going to go to Bobby. And, Bobby, you're going to be hooked up with Kathy to play yes or no. Here we go. All right, Bobby, ready? Yeah. Okay, yes or no? No. Oh, my God, yes! Yeah! 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 Wow! Psyched about the <laughs> Kathy hates this game. But Bobby's a winner. How about that? Bobby! What do we got for him, Case? We have a video on-demand rental code for Fatal, starring Hillary Swank, a suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller and an unpredictable game of cat and mouse where one mistake can change your life. Rated R, Fatal is now available on premium video on-demand from Lionsgate. Do you, do you know what I find so amazing is, is Kathy hates the game, yet she's probably the best player in the mm-hmm. studio. She's a natural. <laughs> I mean, you, you oh, know, she's got the chops. The yeah, yeah, she's absolutely, she's got the chops. When we do eventually have a yes or no Hall of Fame. So glad right. that this is what I'm the best at. <laughs> Let's go to our next caller, and it is Timmy, who's up next. Hey, Timmy, good morning, sir. It's balls. It's amaze balls. All right, Timmy, you get to play with Steve. Uh, all right, uh, Timmy. Yes or no? How about maybe? <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice try. <laughs> no. Oh, no. no. Timmy. He's holding up a yes. Sorry about that, Timmy. You're the first loser uh... of the game, which means we get to get another call on the line. It's Sean. Hi, Sean. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Sean, you... Get to play with Casey. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. All right, Sean, just in case you're thinking, uh, you know, what I'm going to uh, select, I'm just choosing this randomly. Even I don't know what I'm going to pick. Even he doesn't know. Even I don't even know. Uh, he even I'm, doesn't know he doesn't know. I'm I holding it up. Is okay. it yes or no? Feeling like a yes. I'm feeling like you're yeah! Yeah! You got it. That is correct. Sean, hang on. Amazing. We got a prize for you. It is a video on-demand rental code uh, for Fatal starring Hillary Swank. Preston, I can't read the rest. It's too far away. A suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller and an unprecedented game of cat and mouse where one mistake can change your life. Rated R, Fatal is now available on premium video on-demand. From Lionsgate. Preston, right. the players are so good, I'm wondering if the webcam is on that they're seeing. They might be able to look into the studio. Up. I'm going to go next to Jeff, and let's see if we can get a winner from him. Uh, Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Grandma. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Grandma. Jeff, we are playing the stupidest game we have in our arsenal. It Hi, is Grandma. Yes or no. I'm holding up a piece of paper that has a word on it. Is it yes or is it no? Now think about it. Yes. He says yes. And I say no. Oh, man. Sorry, man. Holding up the paper. You played a good game. Yeah. You're a warrior. Yeah. You left it all out on the field, bro. All right. We'll go up next to You can't feel bad about that. Uh, Al, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. All right, Al, you get to play with Nick. Do we need to explain how this works to you? Nah, go ahead, man. There is a three-page PDF on the website if you need to get the rules. All right, Al, you and me. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right, Go Al, ahead. yes or no? Yes. He, he got it! All right, Al, we got a prize for you. For you, Al, we have our first 
Fandango now rental code for the premium video on-demand release of News of the World. Critics are calling News of the World a towering piece of movie making. Tom Hanks is magnificent. It's from director Paul Greengrass. Universal Pictures presents Tom Hanks and News of the World rated PG-13 in theaters now on on demand January 15th. Why... That's today. We, you, you mean to me, we're giving away a first-run Tom Hanks movie? Yes. Unbelievable. Keep in mind, by the way, you can order the Preston and Steve Yes or No home game through yeah. Amazon.com. $180. <laughs> it's $180, but it's fun for the whole family. It is great. All right, it comes with the game pieces. Let's get another contestant. I have uh, Kevin on the line. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Good morning at Jabroni. Yeah. <laughs> Well done, sir. <laughs> Kevin, you get to play with Miss Sunshine, Kathy Romano. Basically. But she hates everything. Ooh, no. <laughs> are you ready, Kevin? <laughs> Kathy's the goat of yes or no. <laughs> All right, Kevin, yes or no? Uh, I'm going to say no. Oh, my God, you won two. Yeah! Yeah! You're, you're, you're not even holding anything up, are you? No, she knows no. what she's hey, thinking of. I'm the best at this for a reason. Don't tell me how to play this game. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Forgot I was dealing with the goat. All right, what do we have for Kevin? All right. She's a peach, isn't she, guys? <laughs> you're just pissed I got a good parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> the best parking spot. The handicapped parking spot. Kathy's parking in handicapped parking spot. Whatever. Hey, Kev, you won yourself Fandango Now rental code for premium video on-demand release of News of the World. From director Paul Greengrass, it's Universal Pictures. It presents Tom Hanks and News of the World. It's rated PG-13 in theaters now, but also it's on demand starting today. By the way, uh, the text message is coming in. This one says, dude, I just turned you guys back on after leaving my job. What the hell's going on right now? <laughs> we very rarely play this game, but it's yeah. yes or no. Here's another one that says, uh, this might be the worst game on the radio, but gosh darn it, I love it. <laughs> the strategy, the level of difficulty in each question, you never know what's going to happen. You, that's just it. You can't predict. Okay. All right, let's go next to, let me see, who is next up? Was it Anthony? I think so. Anthony? Uh, let's go to Ant. Yo, Anthony. Yeah, what's up? How you guys doing? Good, buddy. All right, you get to play with Mr. Steve Morrison. It's yes or no. All right, Anthony, I want you to remain positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Yes or no? No. Dude. Are, are Anthony, you hear my clue? He spoon fed it to you. He said positive. Oh, my God. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, he's oh, going, God damn it. Yeah. I wasn't really listening. I don't think I could have made that any clearer. Uh, all right, we have another caller on the line, and it is Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning to you, buddy. Very good morning. How are you? Wonderful. <laughs> all right, Moik, you get to play with Casey. You think you can handle this? I'm hoping so. My daughter is in the next room, and she's jumping up and down. Well, oh, make sure, maybe you need that strategy. Make sure that you can consult a lifeline. Yeah, Mike, yeah. I just need you to stay positive here. Is it yes or no? She's she's jumping up and down with a thumbs up. So I'm going to say positive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct, Mike. Your That's daughter's the way be you play. Yes. Very happy. And what's your daughter's name, Mike? 
It's Beth. All right, Beth, thanks for listening to the Preston and Steve Show. We're going to set your dad up with this. All right, well, you and Beth get to watch News of the World. Critics are calling News of the World a towering piece of movie making. Tom Hanks is magnificent. It's from director Paul Greengrass. Universal Pictures presents Tom Hanks and News of the World. Rated PG-13. <laughs> I hope Beth is at least 13. Steve and I are looking at each other because every time you read that, it says a towering piece I know. of Dude, I know. I, I know, and crowd. I don't. The movie's getting <laughs> Rave reviews, but when we hear that, you automatically fill that in. Yeah. Steaming pile. Yes. Yeah. A fetid piece of fantastic movie making. We need to do that. We need to have liners of President Steve Show. A steaming pile of entertainment. <laughs> All right, let's go next to uh, listener Bob, who's on the line. Bob, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Guys, how are you? Uh, wonderful, Bob. All right, so we are playing the game yes or no, and you're going to have to dig deep and see if you can figure out what I am holding up. Oh, hang on a second. Are you in a... Yeah, all of a sudden, Why our audio you? sounds weird. Yeah. Right? It does sound weird. Uh, you know, it's probably his phone line. That's okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right, sorry about that. All right, Bob, uh, yes or no? All right, let's see. My dad's in the hospital, so I'm always thinking positive these days, so I'm going to say yes. He nailed it. He nailed it! That's how you do it. You draw on personal inspiration. All right, Bob, hang on, because here's what we have for you. All right, we have a rental code for the premium video on-demand release of News of the World. Critics are calling News of the World a steaming pile of movie-making mastery. (laughs) Tom Hanks is magnificent in News of the World, rated PG-13 in theaters and on-demand right now. All right, how are we doing on prices? Okay, well, we only have one more News of the World, and we have like eight or so of uh, the movie Fatal. Okay. All right. So we can burn through all of these, and we will next get on the line. Uh, Mike. Good morning to you, Mike. What up? What up, buddy? We're playing yes or no. You get to play with Nick. You ready to do this? Yes. All okay, right, all Mike. Right. Yes, it is my turn, and yes, it is my turn, Mike. Yes or no, it is my turn. Mike, yes or no? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that question? <laughs> yes or no? I'm going to go yes. He's right. Nice work, Mike. All right, and uh, we have the last one of these. This is it, our final one. Rental code for the premium video on-demand release of News of the World. Critics, you know what they're calling this, right? It is a fettering, (laughs) towering piece of movie-making. A fettering. Yeah, whatever. Uh, It's from director Paul Greengrass. Who's a genius. Who is a genius. He really is. And Tom Hanks, we all love him. And News of the World, rated PG-13 in theaters and on demand right now. All right. uh, Let's see. We are going to go next to Owen, I believe. Good morning to you, Owen. Good morning. All right, Owen. You're playing with Doug... Lucky you, you're playing with Kathy Romano. She's doing some deep knee squats right now. Mm. What do you think? Well, I'm going to hand it over to Kathy. She can host her portion of it. Okay. Owen, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, cool. Yes or no? No. Oh, my God, yes! (laughs) You nailed it! She's so good. Everybody's just, please let me get Kathy. Let me get Kathy. Uh, Owen, we're going to set you up. We got a code for Fatal starring Hilary Swank, suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller, and unpredictable game of cat and mouse. And uh, Fatal is now available on premium video on demand from Lionsgate. That is rated R, by the way. Next up, we are going to go to Jake. Hi, Jake. How you doing, man? 
Oh, my God. I love you guys in a totally gay way. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. I can't believe you're on our phone. Uh, Jake, you're playing with Steve. All right, Jake. There's no way to know how this is going <laughs> to end up. How could anyone know? <laughs> yes or no? I think I'll have to go out on a limb and say no. Yeah! How did you get that? That's fantastic. All right, uh, Jake, hang on the line. You're also going to get the video on-demand rental code for Fatal, and it is uh, available now on premium video and on-demand from Lionsgate. Up next, we will go to... I'm spent. Let's get uh, Erica. Erica, good morning. Good morning. This isn't my cousin, Erica, is it? No, but, I, I mean, I could be. Okay. Yeah, she could be, yeah. <laughs> we'll work that out later. Uh, you're playing with Erica, uh, or you're playing with Casey, Erica. Awesome. Okay, so I- I'm breaking down barriers here. I'm going to do something that has never been done All on right. the game All Yes right. or No you're, before. You're seeing a revolution now in Yes or No. Well, because I want success here. All right. So I'm I'm passing my turn over to Kathy. Kathy, can you please play with Erica for me? <laughs> All right, Erica, you're now playing with Kathy. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, I get to play again. I practiced in my head with Casey, but I'm I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Remember, you you have to adapt your style of play. Did anybody just hear Okay, you ready? (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. That's how she sounded. Are you ready? McEnroe was a complete dick, and yet he was a a champ. It's because she's so good at this. She's literally rubbing her temple over here. She goes, are you ready? I got a headache. All right, so get ready. To talk again, Erica. Um, all right, yes or no, Erica. I'm gonna go with no. Oh my God! It just doesn't. How does she do it? Wow! All right, Erica. You get the towel. You get the video on-demand rental code from Lionsgate. Now available on premium video and on-demand stars Hillary Swank, and you'll love it. You know, the, the champs make it look so effortless. <laughs> All right, we got five left, and right. that is it. So one, We're doing two... this five more times? <laughs> yes. Not unless we give away a family pack. Don't put any more people on hold as of now. So we'll go to, uh, or I could just take, get, take five callers and give them the prize. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shut up. All right, uh, Kevin, you're on the air. Good morning. Kevin? Is your name Kevin? Hey, chicken down. There's two hours Is it more. Jevin? Blevin? Nope. Uh, bye-bye. Uh, we'll go next to John. Hey, John. Uh, it's pronounced Ramdom. <laughs> Ramdom. Bajmir. All right, John, uh, I get to play with you, sir. So you get to play with me. We're playing with each other. Here we go. Here we go. John, give me a yes or a no. What is it? Yes. You got it. Oh, my God. He nailed it. I don't know what it is. The audience, you guys are on fire. Maybe we are. Kathy is, uh, I don't know. Definitely on fire. Superstar level today. Uh, John is going to get a video on demand around the code for Fatal starring Hillary Swank, and those are available now. It is rated R. All right, we'll go next to Joe, I believe, who gets to play with Nick. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Doug. Jugs. Jugs? Oh, Doug. I thought he said Jugs. My name is Jugs. I have large man breasts. Hey, here. Doug, from now on, if we encounter you, just say, I'm Jugs, and we'll know exactly who. I'm Jugs. You're, you're Jugs. All right. Jugs, we're All right. sending you over to Nick. Jugs, are you ready? Yes. Okay. 
I want you to to, to reach deep down on this one. Yes Ooh. or no? Mm, yes. He's right. By the way, from now on, if you're listening and you know who Doug is, call him Jugs from here on out. <laughs> we, we, we now dub you that. All right, so That's how you earn a nickname. Yep. Doug is going to get a rental code for Fatal starring Hillary Swank. That's the last of our prizes that we have to give away. And I think we have two more to go, maybe? Uh, yes. All right, two more to go. Let's see if we can uh, give these away. And I will go to Tim next. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Tim. Hey, you get to play with Kathy. The Ken Jennings of yes or no. (laughs) All right, cool. You sound just as excited as me, so that's perfect. All right, yes or no? Uh, yes. Yes! Yes! Oh, I got them one time. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's crazy. I think people, it up. people need to see video of Kathy's reactions. This has to be a Daily Rush oh, video. Guys. All right, Tim, here's what we got. We got a uh, Fatal for you. Video on-demand rental code for that from Lionsgate, and it is available now. One last caller, and I am going to go to Ron. Hey, Ron. Good morning. I've been studying for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> I think I'm ready to play. Okay. All right. All right. Remember, I'm a... Glass half full kind of guy, I'd say a raging optimist. So Uh-oh. take can that. I in, some, can I get some thinking music? Yeah, you got it right there. All right, do you need a few uh-huh. seconds? I'm going to say the question. I'm going to ask the question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow, man. You're Did he get it? Yes! I love that he said it at the same time as you. Ryan, yes, you're correct. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. <laughs> he was right there with you, Steve. Unbelievable. He, he could feel it. You guys were at the same time. <laughs> it's like another astral plane here. All right, we are going to set him up with our last rental code for Fatal, starring Hillary Swank, suspenseful and provocative psychological thriller, and an unpredictable game of cat and mouse where one mistake can change your life. Rated R, Fatal is now available on premium video on demand from Lionsgate. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you do it yesterday. Yeah. Preston and Steve Woo! show. So there you go, Kathy. We finally hey. did it. You've been bugging us for a while. And we <laughs> got it out of the way. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get into the bizarre file. We're getting very, very close to another chance of winning $500 with uh, the MMR No Sad Dough. It's coming up. We'll be right back. MMRs. Uh, there's no sad in your dough, is there? There is not, sir. There is not. Nice. Yes, cash money. I'm awesome now because I've won $500. You have indeed. Win money. No sad dough. Robert, what's up? I just won $500. Nice job, my man. $500 with no sad dough. Listen even hours, weekdays. That's 8 and 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Get the keyword and text it to 45911 or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the $10,000 grand prize. No, that's good. $500 of 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, you guys are awesome. I appreciate that, and I hope the money comes in handy. It will. Thank you very much, sir. See official rules at WMMR.com. All right, let's do one more run at this. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. Yeah. 
Brought to you this morning by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. State police say what happened at the apartment on Middle Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania, began with a visitor in the middle of the night. Trooper Robert Broadwater said that the victim in this case received a knock on the door. More of a pounding, an agitated pounding, we'll say. Ah. When the man got to the door, he found a very drunk and angry 24-year-old Nancy Jane Hawthorne at the door, and the bottom of the door had been kicked out. Jeez. Yeah, she had to have been beating on it pretty damn hard. Hawthorne believed that there was a female in the house, perhaps a new girlfriend. Troopers say the man who answered tried to calm things down. You want some Girl Scout cookies? Uh, Getting Hawthorne to her vehicle to head home. Instead, Broadwater says that the woman headed toward the startled vehicle, uh, victim. She was in her vehicle. She accelerated and hit him with the vehicle, pinning him against another parked vehicle. Jeez. After pinning the victim against the car, police say Hawthorne pulled forward and let the victim know that he should move. He said, she said, do you want me to hit you again? Hawthorne injured. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Hawthorne said, uh, do you want me to hit, hit you again? The injured man stumbled away but got close enough to the vehicle and grabbed the keys. Here's a guy who was pinned against another car. He, there has to be some internal damage. Managed to get her keys out. Hawthorne ran away but returned only to be arrested by waiting troopers. The victim suffered multiple cuts and bruises. State police said they believe that this is what happened. When alcohol and anger collide. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. A teacher's online lesson went wrong after mistakenly sending an indecent and disturbing video to young children about incest and sex for home learning. Wow. The teacher apologized to the pupils and, and parents for their, quote, genuine, for the, quote, genuine mistake. Uh, but uh, moms and dads were left angry about the blunder. Students aged between 9 and 11... At Ings Primary School. Sorry, that was meant for the 12-year-olds. In Hull, were sent a video with both incest and vile sexual references. I mean, this is just audio. It's not showing. Oh, okay. I thought it was a video as well. No, it was was like a poem, and it was uh, was dirty. So the teacher had intended to send children a clip of a famous children's author, Michael Rosen, performing the car trip for their poetry work, but accidentally sent a rude parody version. Oh, man. Following complaints from angry parents, the educator who... Unloaded the clip to Google Classroom uh, to help with their home learning while schools are shut. Apologized for the genuine mistake. They said, I'm really sorry. I put the wrong poetry clip in on. So very sorry about that reference to cornholing. <laughs> uh, one dad said, teachers need to check what they're setting, uh, kids, sending kids and not just be lazy and posting random links uh, that they haven't verified. Um, and they said, I have first heard it. Uh, the first time, and and I, as she sat next to me and was struggling to answer the question, so I had to listen to the poem properly and realize something was severely wrong with that, what she was listening to, and I ended. I turned off the video. I ended God. up having to find the correct version of the poem on Google, as I couldn't believe that I had heard what I had heard, and didn't want my daughter to hear, hear such filth, flarn, filth again. <laughs> <laughs> we have not, uh, I think, begun to scratch the surface of the amount of times stuff like this has happened. Yeah. Around the world. Mm. By the way, I added the florin. Oh, you did? Yes. Uh, Children were left confused over the video, which also included graphic references to sexual acts and child abuse. So they have apologized, and uh, they say that's never going to happen again. Why doesn't everyone take a nap? A man brewed a tea from magic mushrooms and injected the concoction into his veins. Several days later, he ended up in the emergency department with fungus actually growing in his blood. 
The man spent 20, oh. 22 days in the hospital with eight of those days in the intensive care unit. Where He's he becoming re- Swamp Thing. He received treatment for multi-system organ failure. Now released, he is still being treated with a long-term regimen of antibiotic and anti- antifungal drugs. The case didn't reveal whether injecting shroom tea can cause persistent psychoactive effects, as sometimes seen when people ingest the fungus orally. Doctors wrote in the report, for example, in rare cases, people can develop a condition called hallucinogen-induced persisting perception disorder, where they experience essentially a flashback. So it sort of keeps getting released into the system. Well, yeah, they don't know if that'll be a problem yet for him or not. By injecting shrooms into his bloodstream, the 30-year-old patient had hoped to relieve symptoms of bipolar disorder and opioid dependence. His family members noted that he had recently stopped adhering to his prescribed bipolar medications and was cycling between depressive and manic states. I think that's something that people don't entertain is maybe you can make your own medicine. Uh, the man found online reports that described the potential therapeutic effects of hallucinogens such as SL, uh, LSD and mushrooms, oh, which man. prompted him to boil down shrooms into a mushroom tea. He filtered the tea by drawing it through a cotton swab before injecting it into his body. In the following days, he became lethargic and nauseated. His skin began to yellow. He soon developed diarrhea and began vomiting blood. His family found him, took him to the emergency room, noting concern that he also seemed very confused. The doctors... I had three testicles. The doctors noted that he could not participate in a meaningful interview due to his altered mental state. He was on a job interview, too? No, no, no. They interviewed him at the hospital. Uh, Not for a job, just to see how he was doing. Multiple organs included the, including the liver and kidneys, began to fail. Oh and the my man was God. transferred to the ICU. He is—it's a miracle he survived. His blood tested positive for a bacterial infection with the microbe uh, Brevibacillus and a fungal infection, meaning the mushrooms he injected were now growing in oh his blood. What a nightmare. Never heard of anything like that. How much so, you want to bet he tries it again? They got yeah. antibiotics and antifungal drugs, and he's doing better, but he's got a little ways to go. Wow. Go back on your regular bipolar medication. Yeah. All right, one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Let's go with... I'm trying to find and see if I have a short one. None of these are short ones. Um, Just do a third of one story. A third of one story. I'll leave out a few of the details. <laughs> Um, all right, this is uh, this is okay. A restaurant had uh, its mascot stolen, and it was returned uh, Tuesday. Surveillance video showed an unidentified customer in the 1933 lounge in Indiana picking up the restaurant's taxidermied hare called Theodore A. Hare. So a rabbit? Yeah, the animal, which is dressed in a fancy hat and carries an old shotgun, serves as the restaurant's mascot. The restaurant posted about the stolen hare on social media. They offered a $500 uh, gift card, and the hair was returned in a trash bag along with a note that read, Sorry, this was a drunken mistake. <laughs> he was well taken care of. Yeah. Uh, so they I tweet- thought it was a cat. Tweeted out a picture and the note, and they're happy that they got their mascot back, but it just, they admitted, I was drunk. Was there a picture of it? Uh, yes, yeah. there's a picture of it. And there you go. That's what I have. In the bizarre file. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Don't forget the word is cash. That's what you need to get over to us. Three ways to do it. It's for the No Sad Dough contest, and you have about four minutes left to do it. Uh, so the word cash, you can text it to 45911 or enter it at the MMR app or at WMMR.com. But hurry because you're running out of time. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
We're going to take a uh, shot at the lesson question and see if you can win our Fandango Now rental code for the premium video on demand release of News of the World. Question after you is this morning is who did a cameo video concerning Casey and Kathy's fight over a parking spot? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Who did a cameo video concerning Casey and Kathy's fight over a parking spot? I'll take the actor's name or the character that the actor was sure. playing when that yeah. happened. All right, 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling in, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Also, all right, this is brought to you by Gwen and Mercy University. Become a nurse in 16 months. Visit them at gmercyu.edu. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Sarah Jessica Parker says the new Sex and the City reboot will replace the Samantha character with a life coach who will push Carrie to finally achieve her dreams, her dreams of winning the Triple Crown. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> And Joseph Pena announcing he is fully following in his dad Arnold Schwarzenegger's bodybuilding bodybuilding footsteps and will begin to compete. Arnold says he's incredibly proud of Joseph and thanks God every day that he humped his housekeeper. Oh. And finally, the Vatican reporting that Pope Francis has been given the coronavirus vaccine. The Vatican had raised a stink when they discovered the pontiff was on the list many spaces below David Hasselhoff. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trash. All right, thank you, Steve. By the way, have you seen any pictures of uh, Schwarzenegger's He looks great. Does he? He Really? He's got got the same... um, That's what they make the big stink about is because he actually has young Arnold's... You know genetics, no the, the, the physique. So I haven't uh, seen him. You know Arnold's called the Austrian Oak because just foundationally, he's yeah. you can do a lot with that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. We'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, who did the cameo video concerning Casey and Kathy's fight over a parking space? And it is Dan who was first in, so I'm going to him. Hey, Dan. Good morning. Good morning, Preston. How are you, sir? Good. All right, Dan. Who did the cameo video for Casey and Kathy's fight? That would be Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> Would have accepted Ian McKellen as well. So, Dan, we're going to set you up with a Fandango Now rental code for the premium video on-demand release of News of the World. Critics are calling News of the World the towering piece of movie making. <laughs> Tom Hanks is magnificent from director Paul Greengrass. Universal Pictures presents Tom Hanks in the News of the World. Rated PG-13 in theaters now, on-demand, January 15th, and that's today. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. No way! All right, brought to you this morning by Godshall's All the Bacon Taste, 80% less fat. Make the switch to Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at Godshall's. We're going to start with Motley Crue. They will officially start celebrating the band's 40th anniversary on Sunday. And that's uh, the official date when Nikki Sixx first jammed with Tommy Lee and their guitarist and vocalist at the time, Greg Leon. But that's when the band got started. Uh, Fans can go online to Facebook and sign the Motley Crue card and post their thoughts on the band and tag it with happy birthday to crew. Might be worth watching the dirt again. I was thinking of that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nikki Six commented on the big event and said, it's always been about great songs and over-the-top live shows for us. The fans were always right by our side. <laughs> I don't know where all the years went. It went by in a flash. But I can't forget are the four decades of fans who have counted themselves as crew heads from day one. I mean, the rawest... Most debaucherous, most yeah. excessive, mm-hmm. 
lifestyle you could possibly live. Miley Cruz sold over 100 million albums worldwide, achieving seven USA platinum and uh, multi-platinum albums, 22 top 40 mainstream rock hits, six top 20 singles, and uh, pop singles, it says here, and have uh, earned three Grammy nominations. So they've had a hell of a career. Eddie Vedder will join Phoebe Bridgers, Brittany Howard, Valerie June, Angelique Kijo, Laurie Anderson, Tenzin Koigal, Koigal, and Ruben Codelli. Laurie Anderson was the only one. That's I knew. the only one I know too, Steve. They will participate in the 34th annual Tibet House U.S. Benefit Concert. Uh, this year's virtual event will happen on February 17th. Laurie Anderson is Mrs. Lou Reed. Lou Reed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, combined live and pre-recorded segments streaming via Mandolin. Uh, Nick, is this something that he does yearly? Uh, he, they, Pearl Jam did the um, Free Tibet concert back in the mid-90s down at RFK Stadium. Okay. So it's a, a cause that they've been involved with for a while, but... Um, He's been doing a lot of charity, like virtual charity shows this year and at the end of last year. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see him continuing to play. Tickets are available at boxoffice.mandolin.com. The concert will begin with a personal video message from His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama. Huh. We should, if he's that active online, we should have had him play Yes or No. Uh, a pr- <laughs> all- uh, jugs. <laughs> jugs. Oh, no. <laughs> This isn't Jugs. <laughs> it was Eddie. What's all, it going to be, boy? All proceeds uh, support the work of Tibet House U.S., a nonprofit educational institution and cultural embassy founded in 1987 at the request of His Holiness the Dalai Lama to ensure the survival of the unique Tibetan civilization. And then one last story. Serge Tankian says that uh, as long as his system of down bandmates are on the same page, more new music could be coming soon. Back in November, the band released new songs for the first time in 15 years. In a new interview, he said, Recording new songs felt beyond special. It felt very natural, and it's something that we've done uh, for so long together, and especially having a cause that, for me, uh, that was the most important thing. It's one thing to do something for yourself and for your band and for your music itself, or for music itself, or whatever you want to call it for your career or for your business. It's another thing to do it for something completely outside of yourself in every way. Donating the proceeds and the song or the group of the songs become a part of the activism, a strong part of it. I think that's unique that we've done that with this band. Um, so it's possible they may get to it. He said, I'm really proud of what we've done. I feel really great. The future is unseen. We will see what happens. The vibe is very positive. As long as we're on the same page, we can continue doing stuff if we're on the same page. There you go. That's, what That's a lot. Years. I know. It's, yes. it's a big quote from him. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, we have a new Daily Rush oh, video. It's called Kathy's Nip Slip. No. Oh. <laughs> What's that? I don't remember. Huh. But the description says, pink or brown, the world may never know. Watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. We're taking a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Letter of the day for the word of the week and the wrap-up. Stay put. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Bruce Springsteen. Smashing Pumpkins. Say I've done, told you. Say how I 
New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Friday morning. No sad bro. None of that. Uh, but lots of bu- lots of dough, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Had lots Got of that dough. right. Dough bro. We've been giving that away. Dough bro's a guitar, right? It is. It is. And we are not giving away guitars. We're giving away money. Um, and we have uh, five more opportunities before the day is up. So uh, the winning is just beginning, to use a hackneyed <laughs> radio phrase. But a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I would Less like to chatter more flatter. like to thank our guest, Ross Matthews. Yeah. For being on the show today. Ross is great. Uh, just a wonderful personality. Loves Philadelphia, too. New season of RuPaul's Drag Race is on tonight at 8 p.m. on VH1. And Ross is one of the judges. You'll be able to see him on there. Got a lot going on tonight. You have the, uh, well, right now, today, the uh, WandaVision, two episodes, has premiered on Disney+. Plus. You have the second season of Servant, the M. Night Shyamalan series, beginning on Apple+. Plus Today, I mean, it's a good, some good stuff. A new episode of The Stand is coming out. Yep, been watching that, so, yeah, it's all good. I uh, would also like to thank uh, Philly Tappan Tavern at Harrah's for dropping yeah. by so good. Uh, it's a new spin on a fan favorite. Philly Tap and Tavern is open at Harris, Philadelphia. Unwind in a laid-back atmosphere with fantastic food and awesome views of the racetrack and the Delaware River. And we thank them for uh, the giveaways that we gave to people today and also the food that they served up to us. Um, those are all the thank yous I have. I uh, guess we need to do the letter of the day, so we will dive right into that. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And so, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... S as in Sammy. All right, and that means that we now have a five-lettered word, and we'll take caller number five to answer 215-263-WMMR and to give us what that word happens to be so get on board do that right about now pierre robert fresh in from the outdoors yes it's nicer day like you were mentioning in the weather we love that we'll take it yes absolutely let's take it and let's um let's have a be-in in the park Let's have a what? A be in. Like a happening. A be A happening. Okay. That's what they used to have in San Francisco and Golden Gate Park. Love in, be in. I've heard of Leans. I leave love ins. I wasn't familiar with a be in. Just be, right? Yeah, it's just, just let's exist. Just everybody be. Okay. Yeah. You know, kind of like, like do be a good be. Don't be a bad be. <laughs> exactly. You said, okay. you said yeah. do be. I like it. Yeah. yeah well, man. there'll be some of those there. Do bees, yeah. Yeah. Let me go for a hike. Uh, today. I think that's nice. a fine idea. Beautiful day yeah. today, so why not? Go hiking in Eagleville. In Eagleville? Yeah, maybe you'll find an eagle. Okay. Is that where <laughs> they are? I don't know. Wow. Like, awesome. Got to name Names that town, town. Yeah. It's got to be some eagles there. You know gotta... the Eagleville Shopping Center. Well, go hiking in the Eagleville Shopping <laughs> okay. Center. Okay. I will do it's that. It's a very yeah, rugged I, area. I like that shopping center. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. It's a good one. Well, right. It's near King of Prussia, right? Chaka. I'd be in King of Prussia, my no, isn't e- I thought Eagleville was like um, out two hundred two. Eagle River in in Concord. What is that shopping center? <laughs> oh wow. Okay, I might be mixing up my. Uh, I might be your eagles. Up. I might be mixing up my yeah. shopping centers. I'm not really I'm sure. You're transposing you your eagles. Off. Let's just meet at the Metroplex. We both it's know where fine. that is. Yeah, right, there's yeah. a Target. Okay. <laughs> Uh, All right, so let's go ahead and get our winner, and then we'll see what uh, Pierre's got coming up. I'm going to go to Paula. Good morning, Paula. Hey, guys. How are you? Wonderful. Paula, you are the fifth caller, so we need to get the secret text word, or not the secret text word. We need the (laughs) word of the week, please. Okay. uh, Bangs. Great day in the morning. 
That's correct. Paula, normally I read this lengthy bit of script to tell you about the wonderful thing that you got and who brought it to you and who gave it to us, but I just have $300 in cash. Nice. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Woohoo! Excellent. All right, you shall enjoy. Thank you, Paula. We appreciate you listening. Hang on the line. We'll get your information, and we'll set you up with that $300 cash prize. Nice and neat. Nice and simple. The Glen Eagle Shopping Center. That's it. Uh, Where's that? That's the 202 one? Yeah. Yes. And the Eagleville is near the farm behind the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Eagleville is just outside of Collegeville, so maybe there's no shopping center over there. I'm thinking of the the Glen Eagle Shopping Center. There's also the Spread Eagle. Shopping center yeah. in Wayne, where everyone can see your bottle. Uh, well, yeah, no. that's where, where autograph is. <laughs> the Spread Eagle Shopping Center with Dicks and uh, oh, that's Dicks right? by the Spread Eagle. Wasn't there a Dicks there? No, no. no you're, you're thinking. No, you're thinking about the Metroplex when there was Giant Dicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, now that's, that's right. No, Mall. there was not a store called that. Yeah, no, there was on... a Giant. And my a grocery dicks. store oh, and Dicks, oh, 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 and it was right next. They were there. Giant was above Dicks, wow. but on the but on, on the, the marquee, yeah, on the sign at uh, the entrance of the whole complex, it Giant was above. You know, was first, yes. and then Dicks was underneath. They had a uh, Drippy yeah. Cooch in there. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Remember? No, no they didn't. You remember that? Wow. It was a retail. Does the sign still say that? No, because uh, Dick's Dicks has moved from there. Giant oh. is the, so yeah. now there's yeah. a Now it's giant the C target. word. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Dick's is at the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dick's and Michael's and the entire outside of the mall is amazing and the inside's still. Yeah, they're sucks. still working on that. Always. <laughs> they got Chick-fil-A. Sucks. Uh... So, uh, what's coming up on the show today, Mang? Well, um, I'm going to have um, some no sad dough opportunities for money, noon and two. And um, also, uh, we're going to have Workforce Blocks of the Who and Greta Van Fleet, Leonard Skinner for Ronnie Van Zandt's birthday. Um, and it's National Hat Day. Whoa! Um, and uh, Pancake's going to tell us about a hat design that he has. In fact, Pancake, if you're out there, come in. He's got a design oh. for... Uh, yeah, a he, Philadelphia sports thing because um, that's that's his deal. Yeah, well, he always he only wears baseball caps. Yep. Uh, he doesn't wear fedoras or knit caps or ski caps or things like that. And um, he has designed a design that they're going to be selling today in the Philly store. Oh. Yeah, uh, no yeah, I think yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking pancake. Uh, pancake. We got the here. picture up on the if he doesn't make it in here. Oh. I think this is his. Isn't this his second hat? Yeah, he's designed more than one hat, but uh, this is the 1980 World Series champion series of champions hats. Oh, and, you have um, all the info. I, uh, well, I'm up on my sports, uh, but sports it's uh, it's in the colors of um, of the uh, Phillies of that particular year, and uh, uh, the picture that we're showing is Pancake's look looks like he's about ready to check into a mental asylum. <laughs> But oh, That's here a good he comes. Good looking hat, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, here he is. He's got it hey. on. What's up, Pancake? How are you guys? Good, man. Should How I are you? Take my mask off. Yeah. Yeah, good looking hat, dude. Thank you, dudes. Yeah. So, Tell you. us what it is. Well, uh, I- so it is a, uh, a, a 1980 uh, World Series pennant, um, and the the actual pennant is satin, so that it, it looks satin. Has, has satin. 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 Yes. satin. satin. They, they make it in satin. satin. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> They um, no, it yeah. is uh, uh, to to sort of take the effect of the uh, the the pennant, and uh, it's got a the same underneath that same uh, green satin. Um, <laughs> it makes it pop. And yeah, I had uh, the idea for for years, and I've a huge hat collector, and uh, was invited down to. 
to do it. Excellent. That's Pancake. really cool. Pancake just took it off to look at it. I think it's the first time I've ever seen the top of your head. <laughs> it before. does not happen very often. <laughs> that when was I, when quick. I have a headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. about it. Yeah, when you get hit in the head with a bag of cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got hair. It's not. He doesn't do. wear a hat to cover that he doesn't have hair. He just wears hats. Um, how many hats do you have? Ooh, um, uh, probably about 600-ish. He's not kidding. Probably about 500 or so Phillies hats. We need to see if there's a correlation of hair loss and custom hat wearing. I have heard that that might be a case. So that is, uh... Everybody says that. I'm in uh, groups with hat collectors. There are other people who are okay. crazier than I am. I believe it. Um, yeah. I don't. I mean, <laughs> the the uh, sheer numbers that some other guys have. But the amount of people that do have hair that are collectors that have been wearing hats every day for years and years, I just don't. The data's not there. I just don't believe the it. Imp- okay. the, uh, yeah, believe anecdotal it. data suggests that's not the case. But yeah, so, so they... Uh, uh, I, I had given a couple of ideas to, to uh, some our friend Francis. You guys know Francis from over at the yeah. uh, Phillies New Era mm-hmm. store over at the stadium. And uh, we had gone back and forth for a couple of years. And, um, you know, just me giving him ideas. And I was like, oh, man, I'd love to see a hat that looks like a jersey. And I was at a game one day and was walking past. And he comes running up and he's like, here's this hat that you had sort of an idea of. And they just made it so... Uh, 2019, they, uh, he said they had a design lab coming up and that they were going to do something. And, um, I'm like, great, I'll send you some ideas. And he's like, no, New Era wants you to come in and design a hat. Wow. Uh, Okay. So so you were there for the R and D. So yes. You were like Giorgio Armani. (laughs) So I got to set up the whole process and, and start to finish. And this, this flag logo didn't exist. It didn't. It didn't. Wasn't an actual uh, Phillies logo. So uh, it's impressive. Are you doing an appearance today? Yes, he What's is. That? I am. Yes, yeah, so I'll be down there. Um, we're not really. Um, it's not really an appearance, but I'll be there uh, after work. So I'll be there from like four to five. Something for the like rollout, that. right? For the, the rollout's actually at noon because right. they, you know, okay. today's National Hat Day, so they wanted to get it out there uh, for everybody. So uh, it is limited. It is limited to two hats per person. Um, the rest of the uh, the hats that are there, are like buy one get one half off for National Hat Day, but um, yeah, it's it's cool, it's, man. It's a very limited thing, and uh, I'm I'm beyond uh, excited about. Look it. at wow. you, good for you. It's been a long oh, cool. time. Soon to be designing the uniform, she'll be like their Vera yeah. Wang. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Pancake, I'm really excited for you. I think this is awesome. Uh, So congratulations. You said you had uh, 500-600-ish Phillies hats. I know that's your team, but I mean, in total, how many hats do you have? You have other teams as well. Uh, Yeah, just Philadelphia sports teams. Yeah, so I don't collect other uh, other cities' teams. I collect no rivals. I have a couple of Australian teams and... uh, Oh, okay, so you... you I thought you meant Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies. You mean just the Phillies teams? No, so Phillies is probably about 500. Philly wow. teams is probably about 6, 650. Okay. Like okay. That. Got it. Maybe. So the majority of them are by far Phillies. Absolutely. It's right. crazy. Yeah. It's cool. amazing. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. That's very, very cool. Nice. Um, what's coming up uh, today besides Pancake Hat? Did we already say this? I think we did. Who, okay. Greta Van Fleet, Leonard Skinner, and more uh, merriment. <laughs> and Nick and I are going to send a Pearl Jam song out to some Italian fan club or something. Uh, we might not do that today. Oh, no, we're not going to do oh, that. Right. Well, we're going to do that Scratch that. Okay. Uh, we'll we're huge that in at, Italy. At some point, we're going to send out a song for the Pearl Jam Italian fan club, but that won't be today. Right. So we'll let you know. 
All right, uh, all good. Thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Next week on the program, I just have a note that says, I am a failure, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Casey hasn't booked anything. Uh, you couldn't even uh, get a parking change. spot today either. Uh, <laughs> all good. We'll have fun no matter what we've got going on next week. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day, friends. We will see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve Love You Hate You Line. I have learned there are two types of pickup truck drivers. The first driver is the old grumpy types that go nice and slow to piss everybody off. The second type have the great big testosterone filled monster pickup trucks that just love to drive up your ass. Hey, all I want is somebody who can drive a pickup truck normally so I can get to work safely. Next message. Good morning, everyone. We made it through another work week. No sad bro! Next message. Hey, you know those flashing lights that say 15 miles an hour? That's a school zone. There are still kids going to school, even though there's a pandemic. Blow the down. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR. Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.